0: And welcome to the Big Blue Box Podcast Welcome to 2019, my name's Gary My name's Adam And this is episode 215 One day,
1: I shall come back Yes, I shall come back Until then, there must be no regrets, no tears, no anxieties Just go forward in all your beliefs And prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine
2: Our lives are different to anybody else's
0: Howdy howdy do who fans Welcome to 2019 215 We're back Two weeks off Yeah 2019 It feels like We've been away for so So much longer <laughs> than two weeks It just feels like ages
5: I know it really does actually Yeah Yeah so, I love the start of a new year, though. Absolutely love the beginning of a new year. That sort of everything's in front of you feeling. Yeah, instead yeah. of getting to the middle of it thinking, oh, half the year's gone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, a whole, new, whole year of like new conventions and new events and new releases. And, oh, I just love it.
0: It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope all of our listeners have had a good Crimbo and a good new year. and More importantly, hope that you've all done something. Doctor, Doctor Who, Who Related. related. yeah. I just imagine Yay. loads of our listeners with presents under the tree or gifts being handed over and they're just in their mind thinking, oh, so I want that bit of that Doctor Who, Seventh Doctor tank top. <laughs> or that Matt Smith blazer or something, you know, come on. Yeah. Uh, all
5: the Jodie scarf. Yeah, people the- wanted the Jodie scarf, didn't they, this year? The Christmas scarf.
0: Yeah, that went nuts, didn't it?
5: It did. I think Paul Smith must have been delighted that the BBC chose that. <laughs> I bet they were like, because I think it was like um, last year's design or something. I bet they were like on the phone to the production you know, office. Get get, get that scarf back in circulation. Make a load more. <laughs> but it's cancelled. No, get it back.
0: <laughs> Somebody tweeted me uh, or messaged me. Oh, sorry, um, I was talking to one of our writers, Maria, and she um, she wanted one. But yeah. she can, I think the cheapest she found it was on eBay for like £160 pounds or something Oh, like I that.
5: know. It's was mad, wasn't it? I, I went to... There's a place um, not a million miles from me called Bicester Village, and they sell... It's like a designer outlet. Oh, yeah, Bista. And they, they sell um, sort of last year's stuff, you know, at discounted prices. It's all designer stuff. Uh, and I went and had a look at the Paul Smith shop there, and they had one that was almost almost identical um and he said to me the guy in the shop he's like oh yeah you, you want that dr got it <laughs> yes he said um yeah we were supposed to get it because it was last year's design he said and then they suddenly we got a phone call saying no we won't be getting them uh, obviously because they're probably going to put them all back online <laughs> he said but we've got this one he said it's almost exactly the same except that the little stripe at the edge is uh green instead of pink and i was like apart from that it's the same it's like yeah and he said it's 29 quid instead of 80. Wow. I was like, Do you know what? That's a Christmas present from my mum and dad. So I bought it and said to phone my mum, I said, oh, by the way, you've just bought me a scarf for Christmas. She's like, my mum's like, oh, we always buy you a scarf. I said, yeah, but this is a Doctor Who scarf. <laughs> so I got one. It's not it's not uh, screen accurate, but you know what? For the sake of a coloured stripe, I ain't bothered. Yeah. I really like it, actually. It's not it's not just uh, the fact it's, the, it's a really nice scarf, actually
0: who knew so, I, who
5: knew so if anyone's near Bista village i tell you i never go there as well because it's a bit of a train journey out but also it's um it's always packed there. it's yeah, it's my yeah. idea of hell actually because it's just just full of people and you can't move and it's all these designer shops that I can never afford anything in so it was a bit it was a bit of a sort of a, i think it's the first time i've ever gone there and bought something okay yeah because <laughs> you know i can never afford it even though they're discounted they're still really expensive stuff mm. that
0: we went there a few weeks before christmas did you? I like, yeah, and it's. I can confirm what you're saying. It's incredibly busy all the time.
5: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I have to be dragged there, but as I said, we. I never go anyway. But yeah. So you bagged a scarf though. So I bagged a scarf. Yeah, bagged the nice. scarf. Yeah, I've only worn it once because it's. Like, it's like the mildest Christmas <laughs> it's weird, ever. Isn't it? Yeah, this is not. Yeah, yeah, it did not feel like Christmas because it's so mild in the UK at the minute. I mean, we, it's going to come, isn't it? We're going to. I don't know. February's probably going to be sleet and hail and snow, because we've just had it so mild recently. Yeah, So I haven't actually worn it. (laughs) We never get a white
0: Christmas. I think I I can count on one hand the amount of times that it's snowed, or or has been snowing on Christmas Day since I've been born. But we normally get it afterwards, don't we? January, February time.
5: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I can't remember the last time it snowed, to be honest. I remember, we must have had it since we moved here, because I remember my partner made a snow Dalek which I was very impressed by. I came down in the morning and it was just there. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> so we must have had snow, but it wouldn't have been Christmas time. Yeah.
0: No. Boring, really.
5: Yeah, you've got to make a snow Dalek though if we get snow. And you've got to do a Dalek. Or if you're really adventurous, maybe a snow TARDIS.
0: Well, yeah, because if you base it on the, the Dalek from Resolution, you can save yourself a bit of snow <laughs> in the top half. As long as you get the bottom half yeah. done.
5: <laughs> that's right yeah got the old
0: uh, Weight Watchers top off
5: <laughs> Weight Watchers Dalek <laughs> that's that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to call it now the Weight Watchers Dalek yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant
0: so you've been away on travels mate haven't you over Crimba I assume you haven't I done anything have... Who have no.
5: no nothing <laughs> no I've been uh, yeah I went um, <clears throat> I went to Malta uh, for a week I literally, literally have just got back actually um, and I was I was in a hotel in London uh, on the 1st of Jan. Uh, So I made sure I got there in time to watch Doctor Who because I I wanted to watch it live. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a bit of a sort of a a special thing, a New Year's Mm -hmm. Day special, first New Year's Day special we've had. Um, And I just thought, you know, I must watch it live. So I made sure I got to the hotel uh, the night before I flew so I could watch it. And um, so I did get to see it live. And obviously I'll talk about my thoughts on it uh, when we get to review. But um, there was one moment when the TV cut out as well about 10 minutes in so I'd made sure I'd got I got there about half six Hotel. I was like yeah good got half an hour threw my stuff on the bed chilled out tv on here we go turn the volume up screw the people next door let's get it up (laughs) loud and um and yeah, about 10 minutes in, it just cut off. It came up on the screen, no signal. And I was like, no signal! Yeah. And just as I was about to go mad, it came back on. But then for the rest of the episode, <laughs> I kept thinking, it's go- I mean, "You know," kept waiting for it to cut off again, but it didn't. It only did it the once, so it must have been a glitch. A glitch, yeah. yeah. Cybermat. cybermat in the system. Yeah. So yeah, I did get to see it live. But that, no, I haven't really done anything else. Um, the only thing I can think to really sort of talk about is that um, while I was away, I, I didn't have much internet access, but but uh, one of our good friends, Morgan, did message me and say, oh, the uh, Legopolis BFI event has been announced, which is what I've been waiting for. Because uh, obviously with the season 18 box set coming out in Feb, we thought there'd be a BFI event because mm. they, they normally do. Um And I was really hoping the episode they were going to show, if they did one, would be Legopolis because it's one of the first stories I ever remember seeing as a kid. It's, I think it's... I think the milk is my first ever memory of Doctor Who, but I but I have sort of really sketchy
6: mm-hmm.
5: memories of the um, like the cloister room, like those walls and the TARDIS inside it and stuff. I can you know I can remember that as a kid, which is amazing because I would have been incredibly young. But um, so it's it's quite a special story for me, sure. and uh, the thought of seeing it on the big screen. Um, so yeah, Morgan's message and said oh it is Legopolis, and you know tickets are going on sale. Uh, I think. Uh, next week or the week after. And it's, I think it's February, the actual event. So yeah, it's quite yeah. soon. um And I'm just, I'm thrilled. I actually can't wait. So that's the first sort of thing of the new year to, for me to get excited about, if you like, is we've already got a BFI event coming up. And um I assume you'll be going. Of course, mate. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. So absolutely can't wait for that. Really, mm. really excited. um I'm just, I must check when the tickets go on sale because I spent 15th, the I think. 15th is it. Yeah. yeah. I m- mustn't miss out on that because, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. But I haven't, yeah, I'm afraid I haven't been able to watch any Doctor Who and stuff. I literally got back uh, yesterday um, <laughs> and I've just been doing loads of washing and uh, I just haven't had a chance to really do anything else Doctor Who related. What about you?
0: Uh, no, not a great deal, mate. I've, no? I've gone through some of the um, Season 18 and Season 19 box sets. I've picked oh, out a few yes. episodes and watched a few of the special features. That's about it, mate. I haven't really gone into much... Um, Talk to. You otherwise, it was good to see our competition winners get their season nineteen box sets. That was good.
5: I I love. Yeah, thanks for posted pictures. I love it mm. when you know if someone wins something from us that they when they post a pitch saying it's arrived and stuff. So yeah, I was really pleased. I did get to see that while I was away, um, and that was great. Great to see that the box sets arrived. And hope uh, hope you guys are enjoying them. Yeah, hopefully They've they rather are good. They mm. are good. Stacked with special features, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I'm I'm still only about halfway through season 19 I've, and i've watched quite a lot as well <laughs> but there is um they are great sets i can't wait for season 18 awesome yeah. I, i'm actually so excited for that yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and also i've just been putting the finishing touches to uh we've got a new coat of paint over on the website at the minute so oh yeah i must go and have a look yeah so um yeah hello is, that there, gone live now? is it live it should be as you're listening to this right, listeners have uh, butchers go and have a looky yeah, so that's good. So um, we have uh, along, obviously alongside the podcast that goes out, we also have a bunch of um, uh, really cool articles. We've got a, a super team of, of writers that put out mm. really cool content every week. So um, yeah, go and check out our website. It's very cool.
5: I'm looking at it now. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice work, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's got my ugly mug on there good always uh, <laughs> nice little link to the geeks handbag on there excellent um, yeah very nice I, I agree with you about the articles as well anyone who hasn't um, head over to the website uh, yeah the guys who do our little articles every couple of weeks and stuff it's it's yeah it's really good stuff over there reviews a big finish and the comics and events and stuff yeah go and check it out go and check it yeah
0: after that mate I've been yeah, really quiet just uh, having a real lazy um, Christmas and New Year pretty much
5: yeah, I'll tell you what one thing I did do um while I was in the airport <laughs> I've had my finger hovering over the cancel button of the series 11 steelbook oh, okay. the Amazon exclusive yeah. right so uh, although my feelings at series level were mixed, I still wanted the Steelbook because I, I love a Steelbook. It's Doctor <laughs> Who, and I'm, you know, a bit of a completist. So I thought, yeah, I'll just, I'll leave it on pre-order. It'll, it might come down in price. Anyway, I've been hovering over the cancel because it's forty-eight ninety-nine.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: I thought yeah. oh, I kept sitting there thinking, you know, that's fi- that's nearly fifty quid, and, you know, I was thinking about the other stuff I want to buy this year. Like there's some great stuff coming out for a big finish this year, like the, you know, the celebration. Uh, box set of all the doctors and stuff and i was thinking that's 35 and i just in the end i sat in the airport and i don't know if it's because the plane was delayed by an hour and i was just thinking oh what can i do and Mm -hmm. i was looking at i thought i'm going to cancel that blooming steel but because i just thought i can't justify 50 quid um for it yeah i just can't it it, for for a start the artwork is pretty bland um -hmm. i only really liked half the episodes and uh yeah, it's fifty blimmin' quid. I just so I've cancelled it, and I, I don't know. It sort of pained me a little bit because, as I said, the completist in me really wanted it, but yeah, maybe if it comes down, I might order it. But no, I'm not paying that. I decided. I, part of me feels good about it as well because you know what my self restraint is like. But part of me feels quite <laughs> good for not just throwing fifty quid. Yeah, at Amazon. Um, yeah. you. I mean, I assume you. I don't think you even. You never considered it, did you? You're not, not interested in that. No, no not Sorry. at all, really. No. I mean, no. I'm going to
0: pick up the the regular box set.
5: Well, the regular box looks set nice. looks really yeah. nice. I guess they've done a great job with the packaging on that, uh, and it's. Uh, I think it's about thirty eight quid, is it, for the Blu-ray? So it's a bit cheaper. And yes, I haven't pre-ordered it. 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 No, 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 nor have I. No. Yeah,
0: it does look nicer. I think the design and stuff. It's got that, you know, quite colourful and bright. Some yeah, of the artwork really that we saw good. when it was announced, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I haven't pre ordered. I'm just going to wait till later on in a year when it's, you know, 20 quid or something. And I'll pick yeah. it up then. But yeah, I'm not too fussed now. But um, yeah, that steelbook, though, that's nearly 50 quid, I can't. Well, I assumed it was going to come down quite a bit. To put it into perspective, I've got a another pre. I have pre ordered something, which is the. As you know, I'm a Red Dwarf fan mm. and they've released or about to release. Um, series 1 to 8 remastered on Blu-ray, which I've, which oh, I've pre-ordered, And that's oh. $39.99, and you get 19 discs with that.
5: Yeah, well, that's more like it. So
0: yeah. I, I feel like that is, you know, value for money. You know, for 40 quid, you're getting, you know, eight series all and a ton of extra features. But Doctor Who, you're getting four discs, you know, and just 10 episodes for nearly 50 quid. So... Yeah, I can't see the value in unless they at last minute drop it down. I don't know, but
5: I, I've keep. I say, it's in my wish list. I'll keep an eye on it. But the other thing was the extras on it are pretty poor. Um, there's are. no deleted scenes. I mean, I, I would have thought that was a a given. You know, we had that monster that was there was photos of that monster from it takes you away, wasn't there? Which never appeared in it. Mm, so I was thinking, yeah. oh well, I look forward to seeing the deleted scene of that. There's no deleted scenes on it. Um, so yeah, I just I just can't justify the. The dollar, I'm afraid. No, No. I read you,
0: mate. And also, it's quite telling, isn't it, that most of the other steelbooks that go on sale on Amazon, they sell out relatively quick, Mm. whereas this one, it's still, you know...
5: Well, that is the other thing... (laughs) (laughs) It is the one thing that worried me as well, because season nine, which uh, we both weren't a massive fan of, I did get the steelbook of that. Uh, It was nowhere near this price, but it has become incredibly rare, Yeah. and it sells for really silly money, and I was thinking... I'd hate that to happen to it. The, but then again, I don't think I'll be as disappointed if, you know, if this sells out and I don't get it, because it's, because the artwork's not that great, I don't think I'll be that bothered. Like with Series 9, although the series was a bit mixed, the Steelbook looked lovely. It had um, Was it Alex Zhang? I can't remember who did the artwork. Yeah, yet. it was awesome. It, it looked yeah. really nice. So it was, you know, kind of justified the price, although it was still not as expensive as this. Um, and also it doesn't include resolution. They're doing that as a standard release, which is... I'm it's sorry. Insane. It's just a yeah. major cash cow. I mean, uh, course, you know, yeah. it's there's no excuse for that. Um, so, and that's nearly seventeen quid. So, I'm just sort of thinking that's nearly seventy quid if you want to own. I mean, that you know, if you're calling complete series eleven without resolution, it's not really, is it? <laughs> so, no,
0: because it's part of the same.
5: Well, it tied park, up all the it? little yeah. bits and yeah. yeah. So, I think it's a bit of a bit cheeky, bit cheeky. Bit, on yeah, the BBC that. Yes. Yeah.
0: I have pre ordered the MacroTerra steelbook though.
5: Yes, so have I. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah.
0: reasonably priced at twenty four ninety nine. I don't mind paying that for a steelbook. That's pretty
5: good. No, no, I was gonna say that's about where I would go mm. price wise for a steelbook. I think that's that's about right. Yeah. yeah. Anything edging towards thirty, I think is it's too much. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Indeed. Anyways. we have got some New Year's news. New Year's news. New Year's news. So let's do that. Okay. Oh, it's another one of those bad news. Oh, I know. To kick off, especially kick off a new year as well. So we have to say goodbye to a couple of people. Uh, first one being June Whitfield.
5: Yeah.
0: Which is sad because June's been, in terms of British um, TV and comedy and stuff over the years, she's been a staple really of, you know, you can trace June's career back to Crikey, long, long time ago. Mm. Back in the fifties, I think, forties or fifties, she started her career. Um, Yeah, she's been in just loads of, loads of, of, early carry on films and, Um. She was um uh, she was in Abfab, wasn't she, for a while. That's right. All yep. of it. Was she in all of it?
5: Yeah, yeah. Um which she was really funny in that. She's great, played Adina's mum, yeah. She that's was it. brilliant yeah. in that. Yeah.
0: And uh, she's been in a ton of other things. Um, um Terry and
5: June. Terry Remember June? Terry and June? Obviously. Yeah. Oh we, yeah, that's from our era, isn't it? Terry and June. Uh, just before <laughs> my era. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I do I do remember my mum watching it all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I can remember. It. Yeah.
0: Uh yes. And um but for Who fans though, she was um she was the cheeky uh cheeky little mini Hopper.
5: Minnie, that's it. I was think, I was thinking it was Molly. Minnie, that's Minnie, it. Minnie. Yeah. yeah. And uh she had
0: a nice little grope of tenants bum, didn't she? She did. Um in uh, what was it, end of time, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, was it end of time? Yes, yes it was. The yeah. end of time, yeah. So um yeah, but she leaves us at the age of ninety three. So mm. really sad for June, um, leaving us. Um, and also, we say goodbye to um, William Shepard as well. Uh, William Shepard, um, he played the. Uh, you remember the Impossible Astronaut on Day of the Moon? Yeah, you know the. It was um, uh, there was the FBI agent who was in it for a, a, a large portion of the time um, when they went forward in time to the older version of him. Um, he played uh, Canton Everett. Yeah, yeah. He played the older version, which was really nice. Um, yeah, so he says goodbye as well. Um, he leaves us at the age of eighty-six. Eighty-six. Um, but yeah, pretty well known within sci-fi circles. He was in a, he was involved in a lot of Trek over the years. He was in um, Next Generation and Voyager. Oh, was he? All right. Yeah, as well as Babylon Five. So he was in, you know, quite a bit of sci-fi stuff. Um, so a lot of people would know him from there. But Adam, yeah, a reasonably good part in Who, though. It's pretty good. Babylon 5. I've never seen Babylon 5, have you? I've seen a couple of episodes. Have didn't you? didn't really grab... Me. This was years ago, I remember. It's
5: you know, just one of those time. shows that the name just pops up quite often, and I don't know whether... I hit, I don't know if it's really bad, or if if it's one of those sort of cult... I don't know. Yeah, give i give it a look sometime. I think it's
0: quite popular. I thought, well, it was yeah. anyway, back in the day. But yeah, it didn't really grab me, but there are certainly okay. plenty of of Babylon fans out there. But... um yeah sad news to kick off with um but yeah we say goodbye to um june whitfield and william shepherd
5: yeah uh in other news uh, there's a great uh, free comic out from the guys at dwass the doctor who appreciation society so the latest edition of i think it's pronounced cosmic mask although it's about Mask. i think so yeah mask Cosmic mask so the latest edition uh which is uh, issue seven uh, is a 90 page full of fiction reviews and interviews and articles and it's free to download um and and these are pretty good we've looked at a couple of these haven't we since they've they've come out yes, uh, very so good. the guys at yeah. dwass always puts uh, you know a lot of effort into these mags uh, and as i say it's free so go and go and download it now if you'd like it just head over to uh the Two appreciation society website
6: yeah
5: uh, which i i think I don't know. Yeah, it's just uk. DWAS, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say just yeah. DWAS, yeah. Yeah, it's head over there, and you can download it from them. And, uh, yeah, it's really good. I always like the little covers they have as well. They put their nice little spin on the covers, don't they?
0: Yeah, they're very good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guy, where uh, we're um, a good friends with Rick, Rick Moran, who runs this over at the DWAS, um, and he puts a ton of work into these all the time. He does. Yeah, they're yeah. absolutely packed full of really cool stuff, so... Um, and it's got a cheeky little
5: crossword at the very end as well. So um, mm, I know I'm so <laughs> rubbish at crosswords as well. Yeah, I yeah. wish I was better. I, <laughs> I sit there and I think even the easy ones, like on the on the plane, I was I had the, the Sun newspaper and I was like, of all things, it was the only paper on the plane. And I thought, well, I must be able to do the Sun crossword. She must be. <laughs> and I sat there. I couldn't even do the first one. No. I'm terrible. But I always like to have a look.
0: Yes. Yes. If you
5: just in case.
0: Yeah. If you um consider yourself a bit of a Who knowledge connoisseur. Yeah. Have a crack at the at uh, the Yeah, but no, it's really cool. And it's free, so, you know, you might as well.
5: Yeah, it's well worth downloading. It really is. Yeah.
0: And last up in the news, uh, some new stuff has been found.
5: Yeah, this is great.
0: Or recovered, discovered, mm. whatever word you want to insert there. Uh, mm. So there, I wasn't aware of this at all, but there is a non-profit organisation called Kaleidoscope, and their sole purpose is to locate missing television programs and soundtracks and all that stuff. Yeah. Which is really cool. And they found a whole bunch of really high quality um, uh, audio tracks and masters and stuff from way back when. So the Daleks master plan. I know. Um, They've, yeah. So this is incredible that these have been found. Do you know what makes is really cool is in twenty nineteen they are still finding still
5: finding stuff. I know. Yeah, it gives you hope, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. They're yeah. still
0: finding really cool original recordings. I mean, it's not the, the the episodes, you know, but um Mark Ayres, who we know works with the um radiophonic workshop and he's involved in like the remasters when they do these really cool Blu-ray box sets, you know, he's the guy that does all of the He's brilliant yeah. audio reproduction and remastered and all that stuff. Um, He's obviously delighted. So the, um, he's said that the the these tapes, because sometimes they can be a bit, I think I've, I know of one occasion anyway, a couple of years ago when they thought they found a load of the cool stuff and it ended up just being, you know, really low quality, old VHS stuff that wasn't working anyway. Um, mm. But Mark Ayers has said that these tapes are the the real thing, the real deal, the original off-air um, recordings. Um which'. So when, they,
5: yeah. Say, yeah, which means basically the, the you know the improvement in quality is quite you know quite high Huge. compared to what yeah. we've had previously, which is good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's cool. And they range from the Dalek's Master Plan right through until the underwater menace. Um so the only bit that's missing is the first half of The Nightmare Begins, which is episode one of the Dalek's Master Plan. Yeah. Um but other than that, everything is complete. Um yeah, it's just awesome. So it gives you I mean it's also good. So when they th- in the future, you know, we, we were talking about this a few shows ago. I think we, we were saying something like these new Blu-ray box sets that they're doing. It's yeah. going to look weird on the shelf because they won't be able to do certain series or eras. It does give you hope, though, that when if they do decide to go back and do like a Hartnell era one or series one, they've got really good quality assets to work from.
5: Yeah, that's right. Because when they, whenever they remaster episodes, they use a variety of source material to sort of piece back, you know, uh, the the elements that they need. So especially with the, you know, William Hartnell and um, Patrick Troughton era. Because I remember with the War Machines, which is a story I really love, there are tiny fragments of film missing, um, and they what they've done is they've sort of. They manage to sort of recreate bits. So they'll sort of flip an image. So if there's a shot of a war machine coming towards someone that's missing and it may be like three seconds long, Mm -hmm. they'll just flip an image and sort of add some smoke to it and and reinsert it. And then they'll use the audio, for example, from one of these to fill in the audio gap and make it all seamlessly work. And it's incredible. So this does make a difference because they'll, you know, this will improve the quality of the audio. On, on these stories when they come to release them on on Blu ray. So it is brilliant news. Or or audio CDs as well, because they do the right. spoken yeah. word, don't they? Yeah. So yeah, I mean from what we understand, these are quite a improvement on the quality that we've previously had. So it is very good news actually. Very, very good.
0: Yeah. And like you say, it gives us hope that there's well, I'm I'm confident there's more stuff out there to be found. Uh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. One day. One day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to do for news. We should probably get our now sober metal friend in to see um, what he's got for us. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Merch corner.
1: Merch corner. Merch corner. <laughs> I don't know whether to be impressed or disgusted. It's a bit rubbish, but it's pretty. It's very
0: pretty. He's looking all right now, but I tell you, mate, 1st of January, he looked like crap. Did he? Oh, yeah.
5: Overdoing it on the uh, oil cocktails again. uh,
0: oil and sherry, yeah.
5: Yeah. (laughs) I wonder what he he made of his little Dalek friend on New Year's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: let's just say there were some some sounds coming from him that I've not heard before. (laughs) I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing, I'm not sure.
5: Yeah, never Um, can tell.
0: Yeah, I had a very quiet New Year. I was in bed by... 10 to 11 or something like that. But let's just say that someone else didn't go to sleep. Right. At that time. So, yeah. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. He has thrown a few things over. The first
5: one being... Warmaster. Yes. Derek Jacoby. Great cover. Is this a lead Binding? Is
0: it's it like a like Lee It's Lee got binding. his
5: style, doesn't it? I don't know if it is, but it's a great cover on this.
0: It's a re- awesome cover, yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Uh is going to see, the War Master is going to see, or bump into, the Eighth Doctor Mm -hmm. in an upcoming story. So, uh, Rage of the Time, that sounds so cool. The War Master, Rage of the Time Lords, is coming Mm -hmm. from Big Finish uh, to our ears in July, I think. Yes, it will land in July. And it will be the normal... Uh, CD or digital download whichever you choose uh, to do it will be four stories long and Sir Derek Jacobi uh, reprises his role as the War Master and Paul McGann will be back obviously as the Eighth Doctor uh, so this incarnation of the Master is very much the Hannibal Lecter of Time Lords cool intelligent charming but thoroughly ruthless cool. uh, we had a lot of fun in the studio bringing the War Master back to life it's been a great project and we can't wait for listeners to hear it Uh, So Derek was only on screen for one TV episode. Uh, On returning to the role to audio in 2017, he said, I didn't expect to come back to it all these years later, but I was thrilled to be remembered. The plots in all these episodes have been very good indeed, very interesting, dramatic, and beautifully written. The whole process has been a delight. So that's good to hear. Mm. You know, Not just getting paid, but enjoying the work.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I can imagine he's the kind of guy, I mean, doesn't probably, you know... He doesn't have to take anything he doesn't want to, so I assume he, he genuinely means that.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yes. Um, so you can pre order this now. Uh, you can get it for 20 pounds digital or 23 pounds on CD when it goes live. When it goes live, when it gets released in July, I think the price goes up to 30 quid and 35 quid for CD or something That's like that. That's right, yeah,
5: yeah, that is about right. Yeah, yes.
0: Um, but the cover art was indeed Mr. Binding.
5: Lovely. Now how do now he just manages to just keep making these great covers? They're absolutely superb.
0: Yeah, um, very talented. I'll
5: probably be getting this. I've got the first two, um and they're very enjoyable uh, to listen. Although the second one went a bit psychedelic in places, but it's still very good. um So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be getting this. So I think that's a great pairing, actually, Jacobi and the Eighth Doctor. I think that that should work quite well. I I would think because. Some of these Big Finish crossovers are getting a bit mad now. Uh, you know what <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking, I'm not sure about that. Uh, but, but I think that's a good pairing. Do, do you? I, I love this pairing. I think yeah. it'd be awesome. I think yeah. that'd be very good. Yeah. yeah.
0: You could listen to a trailer as well. If you nip over to Big Finish and uh, just do a search
5: for um, Rage of the Time Lords, there's a nice little trailer to sweeten the appetite. I just can't keep up with their stuff though, man. They are just, <laughs> they are so much. I was looking at the... This is one of the reasons I cancelled the steelbook because I was looking at how much stuff I want to buy from him this year. There is so much coming out that I want; it's unbelievable. <laughs> um, what's this that he's dumped on the floor? A magazine? Oh my word! Who remembers the Doctor Who Adventures <laughs> magazine? Wowzers! Did you yeah. ever buy this? It was aimed at uh, the uh, younger audience. of Doctor Who. Did you ever? No, I pick never. Up a, I'm no, not aware of people. it. I never bought it though. No. You're aware of it, yeah? Because it, it. I mean, it died a death. Unfortunately, it really. <laughs> Uh, and I don't mean that to sound nasty. I mean, it generally did it. The sales just plummeted. So it was canceled. Um, but they've released a, a, a new one off special, uh, with Jody on the front. It comes with about a thousand stickers and postcards and all that sort of stuff. And it's got quizzes and posters and puzzles and stuff. And again, it's very much aimed at the younger audience. And I would imagine kids will, will absolutely love this actually, if they like the, like doctor who, um, uh, in, in a way the sort of the, the nostalgic side of me is quite pleased to see it come out again. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to see it every week. It just, it just won't last, but it's quite nice to have it come out as a special, uh, just to, just as a one off or whatever. I mean, unless they're just doing this to test the ground, maybe they'll carry on, but with no series coming out this year, I think it's unlikely. So, yeah, so it's out now it's priced three pounds 99. It's a 36 page cosmic magazine. It says, um, and uh, it's got a new, fresh look as well. Uh, the logo is completely lost on it. How much stuff have they got on that cover? <laughs> I mean, it's like, isn't yeah. it? It's a assault on the eyes, isn't it? It's just <laughs> they couldn't have fitted anything else on that cover if they tried. I don't think it's it's jam packed.
0: <laughs> it is jam packed, literally. It is
5: jam packed. Now I know yeah. you won't be picking this up, but uh, some of our listeners might want to grab it.
0: Yeah, it looks. Yeah, I think if you're a certain age, it will, will appeal for sure. But um, yeah. I think this goes, when you mentioned the logo there, this goes back to the very early conversations we had when it was, this new logo was first announced. (laughs) Yeah. I remember saying that, yeah, it just, it didn't, it doesn't work for me because if you, if it's not used on a very simple, plain background, it will just get lost. And this is a perfect example of that. You can't even...
5: You can't even see it. You well, you can see it, but it doesn't... Ju- no, it should have no. been at the top in Great Big Bold, <laughs> yeah. where they've got all this stuff at the top, four postcards, hundreds... It should have been there, shouldn't it, in Great Big Bold letters. But instead, it's like been shoved under... It's Yeah, it's... Yeah. Anyway, it's on there. It looks
0: like a generic, just sort of kids' magazine it's, that just maybe happens
5: to... One, be- <laughs> maybe it's one of the puzzles of Spot the Logo. Spot the Logo, Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyways, yeah, any of our younger listeners might want to grab this just for the 100 stickers alone.
5: Yeah, is it, cool. is it 100? Oh, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can just stick them all over your house and annoy all your, over your house. And yeah. <laughs> So is this is a one-off, is it? It's not come back?
5: No, no, it's not a return. Know. It's it's a one-off special. Ah, okay. As I said, I wonder if they're doing it just to test the ground because maybe... Because Jodie's Doctor, I think, is very much aimed at a younger audience, which is one of the things I find bizarre, actually. I'm not going to go off a little thing here but i was thinking this while i was away she's very Jane's doctor is very much aimed at the younger audience but actually we had some of the most adult stories like that we've ever had like rosa and and uh the punjab mm-hmm. episode i think it's, it's quite a bizarre contrast really isn't it it is yeah but, yeah. but this i would say is definitely aimed at a, a younger audience <laughs> the younglings mm. yeah.
0: right that's it for news and merch
5: yep let's get into it I, i'm dying to know what you think i <laughs> haven't got a clue what you think of this episode
0: resolution from new year's day let's do it
5: let's
2: do it
4: there's an alien on the loose in an archaeological dig
2: do one squid versus seven billion humans and you odds have got to be in our favor surely
4: i always think i'm rid of them never have trust me graham even if it's just one it's enough
3: Short version, alien psychopath in his own tank trying to bring those more to Earth.
4: Humanity bands together, vanquishes you, and buries you for centuries. Yet I survived. You are an enemy of the Daleks.
1: And how are you spelling that? The Dalek race is
5: supreme! (laughs) Resolution of the Daleks. Oh, no, sorry, just Resolution. That would have been a good title, though, wouldn't it? Resolution of the Daleks. I mean, it would have given the game away, obviously. Yeah, because it wasn't (laughs) anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exterminate. Yeah. Old
0: Nick Briggs back in the chair.
5: Yeah. So, Resolution.
0: Uh, Not out on Christmas Day. New Year's Day. A bit of a change to form that we're all aware of. Yeah, hour long, uh, written by the Chibbers, directed by Wayne Yip, and it stars the usual fam with um, a, coll- a collection of um, of uh, supporting cast members. And the yeah, the story is that hundreds of years ago—I think it's hundreds of years ago, or thousands of years, even—I can't remember. Um, the human race was engaged in a a battle with the Daleks, and they managed to just about defeat them. And they defeat them or it—I can't remember if it's Daleks they were fighting or just one. I can't remember.
5: It seemed like it was just one. I think. Probably, I don't know. Yeah,
0: mm. they managed to uh, to defeat it, and then they cut it up into three pieces. And it was the um, the job of these people to take them to uh, sort of. Each sort of long part, long journey across the world, and bury them so they never get found and put back together. Uh, and then, cut to present day in Sheffield, archaeological dig. They find it. It comes back to life. It remotely summons the other two pieces, and as if by magic, it's back. Uh, then it inhibits or possesses the the body of one of the um, the archaeological people, and. It uses her to go off and find all the parts it needs to rebuild its external tank uh, stuff, which it does. And uh, yeah, and then it has a, a bit of a showdown
5: with the Doctor. And then it's defeated by a microwave.
0: The microwave oven comes into play. <laughs> nice little bit of full circle because the Doctor uses a microwave in episode one. To sort. Of... Oh yes. Yeah yeah anyways resolution hit me mate i have no idea what you're thinking what no what do you think no so? I have
5: no idea what you think either um well for the most part um i'm really pleased to say i i actually really enjoyed this uh for the most part i thought it was um it kept me engaged it did feel quite epic it did feel like a a final to me uh, i mean I, did, I had such incredibly low expectations uh, after the last episode of the series which you know the final which i found so drab i thought well you know i hope this has got something to it um i mean i just i just thought the start was great as well i like like this concept of the dalek being chopped up into three pieces and scattered i thought oh that's good um so overall i, I thought it was good mate i, I like the idea it did run out of steam a little bit for me towards the end it sort of started to turn into just a bit of a chase uh, across you know uh, across the world which is something chibnall does a lot if you you know yeah um but overall, I, I thought it was good. It, it, it kept me entertained, and I thought um, there were some good action sequences. It. The Dalek was, you know, when it was on her back, and that was really creepy, and I thought that was incredibly well done. So there was a good element of scariness to it. The, I mean, the one thing, I watched this again yesterday, the one thing that just, I can't quite get my head around, is how the Dalek summoned the other two parts. and so I, I still don't get how it reformed. Like, you know, I loved the yeah. idea that it was chopped up and scattered. Brilliant. But how did it reform? I still haven't quite got my head around that. It just, ultraviolet light just woke it. and Yeah.
6: yeah. yeah.
5: Anyway, that aside, because that, that, that just seems, there are a few bits in this where we just kind of have to overlook it a little bit, Um, like the plot holes, if you like. But yeah, apart from that, I, I did think it was good. I wasn't sure, I wasn't sold on the Dalek design when it first made its appearance, because, I mean, there was a great build-up to that, I thought. You know, I was when the door blew open. I thought, here it comes, (laughs) comes." and then it rolled out, and I was like, I I just don't know what to make of that. I know exactly what they were going for, like the steampunk, and I'm just not, Mm -hmm. not sure it worked for me. But one thing I did love is that it, although it didn't look that great, I don't think it certainly did kick ass. I mean, it was you know, it was pretty. You know, it it was there was lots of death in it, and it it, it certainly did you know what a Dalek uh, is designed to do. So, yeah. So overall, for the most part, it worked for me. I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. What about you?
0: Yeah. So I think it was a good episode. This one. Yeah. I feel like we should have had this in the series. I think this could have been. Imagine if this was dropped into like the middle of series eleven.
6: Mm.
0: it would have been an, an awesome uh, sort of mid-series pickup that we needed, if you like, at the time. So yeah. I, I thought it was a great episode. The only thing is it didn't feel like a special to me. That's the only thing. Really? Cause, yeah, because I think it was a step up from some of the things that we'd seen throughout the series, which is good. But oh. it just didn't feel like, uh, cause, and I think this is down to the BBC really and Chibbers, because before it went out they were saying that this is going to be epic and going be epic, it's going yeah. to be amazing. But I don't think they delivered on that. I don't think it was epic by any means. Um, but it, it just felt like just an episode from the series. It could have been dropped in anywhere. Or even the finale mm-hmm. of Series 11, it would have been good for that. But
5: Well, see, this is the thing. I, I kind of get where you're from. What I would have loved, really, is if this had been the series finale, and then but it ended with the Dalek getting the signal through. Right. And it's like, uh-oh, the Dalek force are coming now. Because I desperately wanted to see the real Daleks make an appearance, even if it was brief. I, the whole build-up was he was going to get the Daleks to come, you know, and I just thought, let's let's see the redesign of the, you know, let's see, like, the, the Daleks proper making appearance. So I would have loved to have, this to have been the series finale and for it to have ended right. with it sending the signal and it's like, oh, and then the New Year's Day special is proper, full-on. Dalek invasion and then then that would have been epic, wouldn't it? That would have been and, cool. And I would have liked yeah. to have seen like the you know, like the bronze Daleks that we got, but I'd like to have seen them painted silver and blue, but with the new design or something like that. Just a real simple, don't have to change it too much. Just repaint them. Uh silver and blue or silver and black. And I just think they would have looked awesome. And yeah, I just think that would have made a great transition from the series final to the special, you know, and complete in the series. I think it would have been epic, but um So I kind of get what you mean. It it did feel quite epic in places. I think there was, there was enough action going on. It's just the scenes with Ryan's dad sort of killed a lot of the tension stone dead. And they, to me feel like they should have been part of series 11 rather than in this, if you know what I mean, it it kind of took away every time the momentum got going, we cut to really long scenes. Um, and uh, they quite often involve Ryan and his dad. And I just thought I would have preferred some of that to have been in Series Eleven, really, and got that right. out of the way, right. so we could just concentrate on this story. But yeah, but it kind of it still it still worked, I think, for me. It still it didn't sort of um didn't distract too much from, no. from the story.
0: No, I think I mean don't get me wrong. I think this is some of the best that we've seen. Yeah, oh, definitely. Since yeah, um, since Chivers took over, I think it's definitely up there with one of his better efforts. Um, but yeah I mean it's interesting because if you think back to something like the end of time part two was that tenants last one the end of time yeah I think so so. if you think about that 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 had scenes very similar so it was kind of you know it, it felt like it was this big epic end of an era end of series thing Mm. Uh, it, that did feel like a special. And then that slowed down a bit. If you remember, it th- scenes like him and Wilf having a chat in the cafe.
5: Yeah, it's a lovely scene, yeah. You know, so
0: we've seen that before where there's been action going on and stuff and then it cuts to just a conversation. There's nothing going on. But for some reason, this felt like it was labored. It it felt like it was, um, I don't know, like two minutes too long. You know, the scenes <laughs> with Ryan and his dad, you know.
5: Well, it did, actually. And I think watching this again yesterday, I think the reason is because the dialogue actually wasn't that good, because I think those scenes could have worked perfectly well. Like you said, I love the scene in the calf with the 10th Doctor and Wilf. It's lovely. Just the episode just breathes for a minute. But in this, um, watch it again yesterday. Yeah, there's a (laughs) Ryan's dad talks about a microwave for about two minutes. I'm thinking well yeah. who gives a yeah. who cares about that he, he's literally talking about yeah I will carry this uh, microwave around <laughs> and, and I'm thinking what well, you know and but 2 minutes before that we were having some really great stuff and so I think it's more down to the dialogue mate because I don't think um I think you're quite right it could have quite easily been a nice moment to just let the episode breathe but I just think it was just that the dialogue was a bit boring and a bit flat So it did feel really like, I mean, the scene did go on quite long or it certainly felt like it anyway. Um, yeah, it just didn't seem to be much to keep you interested in what they were saying. And it should have been a big moment because, you know, we've had all this sort of talk about Ryan's family and his dad and all this stuff. And Mm. we're quite sort of invested in it over series 11. So it should have been quite a big moment of those two sitting down and getting this stuff off their chest. But it, it just was quite boring really that scene. Um, it should have been an emotional scene. Yeah, I think it should have been a bit more. Because the scene with him and Graham is, I actually really like. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's another scene when, you know, the episode action slows down and we just get a scene between him and Graham. When he brings out the box with all the mementos mm. in and he, you know, touches, uh, is it Alan? Aaron. Aaron's hand and says, you know, come on, man, you've got to pull yourself together. That's a lovely scene between those two. And that's quite slow. So it's. It, I think it's more just down to the dialogue and the way that that particular scene was written, just kind of killed it a little bit, stone dead for about five minutes. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I think also, I think Chibbers was just trying to drive the point home that later on at the end of this of the episode, the microwave saves the day, kind of thing. So I think he's just yeah. trying to have it spoken about a little bit more than you would normally do for in an amateur an inanimate object you know i think he's just trying to yeah you know get the viewer to think what's going on with this bloody microwave you know nobody cares about it you know so later yeah. on it's like oh the microwave
5: yeah i, see. I like i like the fact it was in the <laughs> calf that we saw because that calf is used for the promotional when we first got like that little teaser trailer that's the calf from there and i think i guess it's a set i assume so it's quite nice that we actually made an appearance in the series if mm, you like yeah Yeah, at last. last, Or maybe it was a budgetary thing, but either way, I liked it.
0: The bloody scarf. Everybody, you included,
5: going on about picking up this bloody scarf. (laughs) She only wears it for 30 seconds. I know. And actually, what did make me (laughs) laugh was that I know Chris Chibnall didn't want any spoilers out there, but blimey, the the BBC promotional (laughs) press office must have been pulling their hair out trying to promote this because there was a tweet they put out saying the doctor's back... And she's got a new scarf. And it was like, oh my God, is that is that the best
6: yeah. you can
5: come up with to promote this? And I'm thinking, well, they probably haven't been given a lot else they're allowed to say. But yeah, the scarf did become a big thing, didn't it? And yeah. I really love her in it. I think it's, I don't know, something about it just really works for me. I think it looks great on her. But yeah, she wore it for about 30 seconds.
0: It doesn't fit with anything because she's in the TARDIS yeah. and it's nice and warm. I know. So why would she have a scarf? It's not like...
5: <laughs> but they were all wearing one grey. I think they there's probably a deleted scene that we'll never get to see, uh, that where they were given them as presents on these days 'cause Day um, because Graham's wearing a nice scarf yes. at the beginning as yeah. well, and uh, I don't know if the other guys are. I do not I remember, think so, but no. but I, I just like to think there's a scene where Graham and the Doctor exchange presents and oh you got me a scarf, oh you got me a scarf, and I don't know, but it seemed to be a thing <laughs> Weird. at the beginning. Yeah, like if yeah. she
0: was. Uh if her character was plonked into a story like twice upon a time, you know, where she goes, mm. you know, Capaldi goes out to the, you know, the Arctic landscape and it's freezing cold. Yeah. Something like that. Then of course, you know, keep the scarf on. Yeah. But she's inside the Tarnis and that, Yeah. Guess. What a build up. I, it was, it was never going to be anything epic like Tom's scarf, was it? Or anything like that.
5: But, she could have used it to wrap around the Dalek's eye or something. My vision is impaired. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe wrap it around. I don't know. Yeah, she could. I'm sure she could have used it. But yeah. it was strange how much the scarf became a thing. Yes. Um, considering yeah. how much it was, was in it. Um, yeah. There was a lot filmed in the TARDIS this episode, wasn't there? And, Quite a bit. And ne- yeah. and Me and you have not been sold on the TARDIS set. But for me, it kind of worked in this episode. I mean, I still don't love the design, but it, it kind of worked. Uh, all the TARDIS stuff for me in this. I, I don't know if it's the way it was shot. Was better. Uh, yeah. It looked colourful. I don't know. I just think the the direction by Wayne Yip uh, in this episode, I, I thought was fantastic. I really think he'd done a great job with the direction, and um, mm. and I think he managed to make that TARDIS set um look quite good in a way. well, quite good. I don't know. I just I just thought it worked. I still don't love it because I just find it so messy. But it it did work. Considering how much we were in there for this episode, I didn't sort of sit there thinking, "Oh, look at those columns and stuff," like I normally do. I was sort of quite invested in all the colours and stuff going on, and the, right, the hologram right. appearing in it, and all that. And she was tinkering around and using her big old microphone that's appeared on it. I don't know if that was there before. We got to see the spinny Tardis thing again.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, still no um, custard cream. No custard cream. But we did get
5: we did get some pills. Yes. That popped yeah. out. There was some some line about. Don't take them with alcohol or you grow an extra head or <laughs> something. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I know, it fell flat. But, um, but yeah, it's good. he has got these little dispenser things and that.
0: Do you know what, mate? I think it's – I think the way that the TARDIS has been used in Series 11 and particularly how the Doctor uses the console and stuff, because really, we didn't really see her using it a lot, did we? I think mm. it's because we've been – like when you think back to previous Doctors, it's either – You've got someone like Matt Smith or or David Tennant who's sort of legging around the console, throwing switches quite dramatically yeah, and yeah. banging stuff. That's that's very cool. Or you've got at the other end. If you think back to like Davison's era, there'd be scenes where he'd be just very casually reaching for a switch while he's talking, or mm. you know, it's very very slow. Whereas I think Jodie, the way that she's used it, has just been like in betweeny, where she's mm. kind of wanted to. Get cracking and leg round the console and be a bit. But it's manic. too
5: small because there's yeah. too many bits. She can't.
0: Yeah, or she's yeah. just been very uh, disconnected from it and not really mm. sort of been into it. If that makes sense.
5: Maybe so, that's why I liked it because she, that's the thing, we haven't seen much of her using the TARDIS. It's just yeah. been there to land, and sometimes we didn't even see it land. Mm. I think that's why I liked it because in this, she was using it, and we did get to see the TARDIS taking off and landing, taking off and landing. Like, love the scene when it lands in, in poor old Graham's house yeah. on the chair. <laughs> I thought that, I mean, that did make me, that was one of the jokes that really did make me, yeah. I thought that was quite fun. And he's, she's like, well, don't leave him around and all that. <laughs> there is a, you know, There's. there's good chemistry between. Uh Jodie Whittaker and, and um uh Brandy, Brandy Walsh. Walsh yes, what I called Graham. Yeah. yeah, the doctor and Graham. There's good chemistry in those two. They should play up to that more because they often have these little there's a slight she gets quite cross with Graham at times, doesn't she? I've noticed. You mm. know, she's like, All right, Graham. Yeah, and I think yeah. they, they, they could have played up to that more because those scenes are fun, like when she lands on the chair and everything. So yes. I just loved seeing the TARDIS getting used a bit more. I thought it was good. It wasn't over, you know, when it appeared, he said, oh, you know, that big blue cabinet's about to reappear and all that. seems like that, I just thought were really good fun.
0: Do you know what? I think we've been, I think we've needed that because it's been used so little throughout the series.
5: And maybe, I'm thinking now, maybe that's on purpose, you know, maybe, I mean, I don't know how much Chris Jimnall sort of plans his series, but, you know, maybe he thought that, maybe he thought, well, you know, this last episode of TARDIS is going to be in it a lot. It's going to be zooming mm. around back and forth. So I'm going to keep it for that and you know I don't know I mean it could just be that yeah I don't know you know but I'd like to think maybe that's why we haven't seen it because it did maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much as it did feel nice to have the TARDIS so heavily involved in the story because mm-hmm. I do love the TARDIS
0: <laughs> yeah it looks good in the way she was using the console and stuff and the way she mm. was moaning at it as well and yeah it, just, it was just very cool it was more she felt more like the doctor in those scenes than we've seen in a lot of her in in the series if that makes sense she just felt like I don't know she felt like the doctor in those bits she felt at home
5: yeah Yeah, that's a very good point actually yeah because I I love the scene when she summons the hologram uh, the the, she talks face to face with the Dalek that was cool in TARDIS now that was a great scene and she did feel like you said like the doctor very at home Mm -hmm. and she's like you see this face and I thought oh yeah she's you know this is more like it she's standing up to the Dalek and you know, you see this face, or whatever she said. I can't remember now, but that was a great scene. I thought, and she, and then she was doing it just long enough to tell the girl, you know, don't worry, I'm going to come for you and save you. Just, just mm-hmm. hold on in there. And I thought that was a great scene. You know, yeah. and it, again, it it really sort of cemented Jody's the Doctor more. I just wish we'd seen more of that because um, it mm-hmm. it really worked for me. Yeah, all that stuff.
0: When you see that, when I finished watching this the first time round some of the thoughts in my head were it felt like this was more like this was a, a bigger step in the right direction and it definitely felt like yeah. this was more like yep. it and in some ways it just makes me just even more so not really bothered about watching or rewatching any of series 11 bar the odd episode because mm. it felt like it's just one elongated pilot just to get its you know <laughs> just to get itself moving so I've I've really got high hopes, mate, for episode, um for series twelve. I'm really hoping that when next year—God, that sounds so long, so far mm. away—but next year when we get series twelve, I'm really hoping that they use this special as a stepping stone and just really listen to that feedback, you know, because it's it's no it's no. Um, you can't hide the fact that so many fans have had criticisms and complaints about series 11. Yeah. Sometimes when you've got a small group of fans who are not really into it and they're just blowing off steam on social that's one thing, you know, you can just say oh yeah, we're not going to please everybody anyway. But when you have such a large portion of fan base saying this isn't that good, you know, that isn't that good. I'm really hoping that that's all been taken on board. And then when they look at this one, I think, actually, yeah, people like the fact that she was in the TARDIS more. And they like the fact that she didn't use the Sonic as much. And they Mm. like the fact that we have a classic monster back. All of those things, if they can sort of get that rocking into Series 12. Yeah, I'm just hoping it's going to be a much better series. It does feel like a, 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 a... Series 11 really does feel to me like it was just one exercise after the other to sort of try and see what works and what doesn't and then you got to mm. the end of it and you think oh crikey why couldn't she have been more like this in that episode and why shouldn't why couldn't we have seen more of the TARDIS in that one and why didn't she put the Sonic down more in that one you know
5: yeah it, it, it certainly has taken a long time to find its feet um, and I agree this is a a, a step in the right direction yeah. I mean I think yeah. that the, the, the thing that worries me though is like you said this feels like a standard episode of Doctor Who so I think Chimanol thinking this is a uh, the, the most epic, you know, it's almost <laughs> yeah. as if he, if if we're going to get more of that so we'll get another sort of pretty much plodding along series 12 and then we'll get another great episode at the end of it because he thinks that's he's got to save everything for the special and I think yeah, we don't want that. We just want more of what we got in this special in the series, you right, know. right. And um yeah, so uh, but I agree. It's, it it was definitely a step in the right direction. I just the thing I liked about it is I just found it enjoyable to watch. Exactly. Whereas yes. I wasn't sat there thinking, yeah. oh, she's really annoying me now, or oh, this you know is really boring, or oh, where is this story going? I was sat there thinking this is pretty good. This Dalek is like this Dalek that's escaped. First of all, it looked fantastic when it was on the wall. It looked really creepy, <laughs> although why she went up and touched it, I'll never know no one would Humans, do that eh? Oh, yeah. I was thinking don't don't touch it, it's asking for trouble, but the bit when she's sort of in the car and you know something's wrong, but you're thinking, what's going on, yeah. and then it crept up and she took her jacket off and it sort of inflated out. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. I just thought it was proper horror. I just really liked it. I mean that really creeped me out and I thought. You know the Dalek Mutant was just gross. It was all over, wasn't it? It was just yeah, yeah. horrible. And the voice, while I remember this, Nick Briggs done a fantastic job doing the voice because you know on Big Finish sometimes it, you know I mean there's only so many ways you can do the Dalek, and it yeah. it can be a bit samey. But he they really t- you know reduce the mod not reduce the modulation. They really lowered the voice, didn't they? It was really deep and creepy the timbre, yeah. at the start, yeah. and it was brilliant. Uh, and then it just slowly went up and up and up until it got to the Dalek voice. And I, I thought that was incredibly well done, and you know, I, I wasn't even sure if it was Nick Briggs to begin with. I was like, "Is that Briggs?" Yeah, I didn't think it, it was. was. Yeah, it well, was I don't assume yeah. it was. No, but it was. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They they just changed the effect on the, like you said, they lowered. is very bassy and very. Yeah, it was, it was incredibly like was well on, done. Yeah, he was on fire in this one. Briggs. Yeah. Oh, Briggsie. Yeah.
5: Did you prefer the Dalek when it was out of the case or in it? Because I found it incredibly creepy when it was out of the case. It seemed so much more threatening that it could just sliver around and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it was pretty it, it was pretty kick-ass when it was in the case in terms of blowing things up, but the sort of look of it kind of took it away from me a bit. So.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean that's Yeah, I mean the Dalek. It, so this is a slightly different Dalek, isn't it, to what we've seen.
5: It's uh, I wrote it down a Dalek some Oh, I can't read my own right. Something scout.
0: It's a scout Dalek, isn't it? Then so I
5: can't read my writing. It was Something scout.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it was one of the wasn't it one of the first Daleks to leave Scarrow and head towards Earth. Is that right? It was one of the early really early, early ones yeah yeah which is a nice idea yeah yeah so it looks obviously very different to so so when we've seen the inside of a the actual daleks in previous who stories they've been these sort of rubbery looking um, you know what i mean they've been like this you can tell it's just a piece of latex rubber that's like springing yeah. around and stuff uh, and they've got this little eye <laughs> that's normally got a little
5: claw isn't it
0: yeah um, And also they, yeah, they all look really similar. You know, like if you think back Mm. to when we've seen them before, you know, um, uh, Stolen Earth, um, that one where you've got Dalek Khan and you've got the other, you know. Yeah. They all look very similar, like giant starfish almost, like rubberized. Whereas this one was like completely different. It looked like... um, It was
5: darker, wasn't it? Yeah, and it had like a
0: big sort of pulsating bit in the middle yeah. and it was very tentacly and stuff. So the design was fairly cool. I mean, it looked just like, you know, the characters described it, you know, a bit of a squid type of mm. very underwater like. And, um, and I thought that was a really nice change because they could have just used the, the normal design that we've seen since 2005, I suppose, mm. uh, that much smaller, more sort of stringy, uh, Looking thing, so this was really cool to see, and it was it looked really threatening as well. Like when Lynn goes up to the wall, I was like probably like you and everyone else. So mm. as she puts her hands out towards it. I was, uh, you know,
5: don't touch oh, well, it, don't what, touch what, it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, doing? Oh, that's gross. I know, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was really cool. And then when you see the tentacles just rise up over the back mm. of her and stuff, it was really cool. So d- did I prefer that towards the 18 style case that it built out of nothing? Um, yeah, I think that it was more threatening that way.
5: Mm. I, th- I, I, you know, the the thing with the the steampunk dolly that we got is, to me, I feel like they so nearly got it right. I think it is just the fact it's too thin, <laughs> like in the top part. I, thin, I can, yeah. I absolutely see what they were going for, and in a way, I kind of like it. But I think if it had just been a bit more chunky in design, it would have looked. It just would have been more threatening. Because as I said, they got the the actions of the Dalek right, I mean, blimey, it was killing left, right and centre. There was a lot of threat in this episode which has been massively missing from series 11. There was a lot of danger and sort of, uh-oh, it's, you know, there's people getting killed left, right and centre. I mean, those two poor policemen as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was a that's that was cool. a harsh scene, wasn't it? I mean, that guy as well. I mean, <laughs> it's funny because it had, it had a sort of nice dark comedy moment as well, didn't it, where it's like, how are you spelling that then? <laughs> and then he gets it. And I thought, oh, wow, that's, that was a good scene, but... Mm it did leave onto a bit of a plot hole. I was thinking, well, how, how is Lynn going to explain that away? (laughs) Because like, (laughs) she's basically, I know it's not her, but she's gone around and killed a load of people. So technically, how is she going to explain that she didn't do all of that? Do you know what I mean? I don't know, but I guess you just have to overlook it. Um, I mean, if UNIT hadn't been disbanded by Brexit, they probably would have cleaned all that up because I'm pretty sure in some stories, the doctors just phoned them up and said, Oh, you know, sort this out for me. Will you clean up the mess? I've got to go. But, um, she can't do that now because unit have gone, oh, of course. <laughs> Which it, Yeah. now that caused, I knew it was going to call. I knew yeah, people yeah. were going to kick off about that. <laughs> um, I wasn't really upset or angry. Uh, I was a little bit like, ah, if you know what I mean. Um, I get why I get why Chris Chibnall's done it, though, because it, I guess it's a bit too convenient for her just to rely on Unit all the time. So I get why he did it. But anyway, they're only suspended. That's the thing. That's why I'm not annoyed about it, because although I think it was perhaps done in a bit... I think because it was done in a comedic way, I think that's why it rubbed people up the wrong way.
0: Yes, yeah.
5: Because it was done as a sort of... You know, it felt a little bit disrespectful to Unit, which personally, I love Unit, because <laughs> it was sort of done in this stupid scene of which was supposed to be funny of oh they've the brexit of taking their funding away or whatever and um you know uh, it, it just felt a little bit disrespectful i think that's why it rubbed people the wrong way but um but there ain't you know there's no reason they can't come back he didn't it's not as if he shut the door on unit they they can come back
0: yeah i was gonna say they're not yeah. he hasn't killed them off has he they're just got no, no. money at the moment
5: suspended but, yeah, yeah. It, it i think yeah. it's just the way it was done Uh, was perhaps a little... It could have been done better, I think. But I I didn't really have a problem with him not being in it.
0: No, I didn't, no. No. I think... um, Yeah, unless they're sort of integral to the plot, sometimes Unit can just... Which is unfortunate, really, because in some of the previous stories, they've been relegated to just sort of dumb soldiers legging around in the background and haven't really... It's mainly been down to the leader of Unit at the time, which has been the, the appeal. Yeah. So... It's, I mean I wasn't fussed to be honest with you it didn't really bo- I didn't think I wasn't at reach for the tissues like oh my god a unit no more unit <laughs> it, well, it didn't really bother me I'm not sure they'll turn up again
5: well I wonder if Tibman yeah. wants to bring in his own you know if he just wants to get rid of sort of Kate Stewart if he wants to bring in his own style yeah. of unit maybe later on depending on how long he wants to stay showing showrunner he might just want to have his own unit yeah, task force yeah. whatever You know, I don't know I don't but know. Um, yeah, it's okay it's okay to give him a rest I, I don't believe they are gone forever so that's yeah, cool I think it's all all good. Yeah. We've got a big finish, though. So. Yeah, yeah, we've got a big... I, actually, big finish are <laughs> probably horrified when they did that because they've got all the unit Kate Stewart stuff going on at the minute and they're probably like, what? <laughs> <laughs> probably didn't tell Nick Briggs when he was recording.
0: <laughs> or on the other hand, they're rubbing their hands together.
5: Oh, true. Thinking, yeah, we'll fill in those gaps.
0: Yeah, don't worry. We've got plenty of unit for you.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, plenty of unit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah,
0: back to the Dalek then. The it just scale. needed to
5: be I think the design just needed to be a little bit more it could be s- sort of all self-built and stuff but it it needed to be a bit I don't know chunkier oh, it, it just the design just didn't quite work for me because it just looked like you could go up and kick it over and it <laughs> it is it, it the design I d- just didn't 100% work for me I um, but I love the fact it, it didn't take any nonsense like when it was out in the field it, it everything it did was great oh, it
0: was you brilliant. know all
5: the yeah. blowing up the tanks and the missiles and stuff like that it just i, I just it wasn't sold on the design hundred percent
0: yeah i think it's just different buddy to what we've to what we've seen before and it does yeah. you know it takes a little i mean i wasn't i i didn't have a huge problem with it the problem no i, I didn't
5: dislike it no. i mean i did like it i just didn't love
0: it yeah the problem I had with it was having everything available to build a fully functioning Dalek in a random warehouse.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, so I, I, yeah. I think
0: it was really cool that it went off to the archive and and I liked that bit and nabbed you know its weapon and stuff. So that was that very was cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought, aye, right, it's gonna you know do something. But then I, I really liked it in the first episode when we had that A team. You know what I mean by the A team moment? For any of our I listeners do, yeah. that don't know especially our younger listeners, there was a, a, a TV series on back in the 80s called The A-Team. You've probably heard of it. And it was a group of ex-soldiers and they did like private jobs, basically, freelancers. And they would always get captured at some point in the episode and locked in a, in a garage or a warehouse somewhere. And then there'd be like this really over-the-top action music kick in. Mm-hmm. And then they would basically... Build this amazing weapon, like massive gun, or this car, or tank, or something, out of these tiny little bits of bolts, bolts and tape like <laughs> lying around somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really liked in episode one the 18 moment that the Doctor had when she's making her Sonic. I thought that was I brilliant yeah. because it was somewhat believable because she had all of the steelworks there to do it all, and, and she, the alien tech, didn't she? Exactly. She yeah. From the, yeah. So you kind of, you sort of went with it and thought, actually, yes, this is kind of feasible. But mm. with this dart, you know, where would she like? I can understand building like a very rough case of a Dalek shape. I, I get mm. that. That's perfectly possible with like sheet metal and various bits of metal. But how, you know, where do you get like the perfectly round spheres and like the rocket launcher? Can, yeah, the, yeah. Do you know what I, I did mean? Think the rocket launchers. I was like, <laughs> "Hang on a minute," and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I've, I've, in no doubt at all that maybe ten people, experienced welders, <laughs> could have put together, mm. you know, a very rough, case that does nothing in like a couple of days. But for like, a, you know, a dainty little woman, in this warehouse, he manages to build a fully functioning rocket launcher based Dalek in an hour, or something. And they tried to play it off as well. It was a bit like, you know, I'm tired. And the Daleks like, get back to work, sort of <laughs> You know, cracking the whip. You know, you can kind of, yeah. you know, they tried to play <laughs> up to it. But I, yeah. I, that was the only thing I had with it. I thought, like, you know, design doesn't I, offend me too much, but it's just, come on.
5: No, I, I was going to say, I didn't hate the design. I just thought it, it, it was so close to being good, but it just was, I think it could have been better. But I know that is one of the points of the story, I think, where you just have to... Um, Suspend yeah, belief try not to think, just, yeah, suspend yeah. belief, because it was a little bit silly. But then, I mean, you know, Doctor Who's crazy in its own way. So I guess, but I know what you're saying. You have to kind of go with it a bit.
0: Yeah, and it's that yeah. age-old thing that sometimes you fall into the trap. You know, we're watching a TV show about a travelling time lord. Exactly. So yeah, where you, do you start? Where? where do you start thinking what's yeah. technically possible in reality and what's not? I, I get, you know, that yeah. whole thing, but I don't know. It just made me think, like, come on. Yeah. I don't know, but anyway, the design itself I think people are pretty mixed on it i I think it looked pretty one thing I really liked is the inside glowing red uh part of it at the top, you know the, yeah yeah, you know I thought that looked really cool
5: I like that yeah. um
0: I think what's kind of cool about it is that they they didn't they didn't run away too much from the original Dalek design, but they did put their own little like you said sort of steampunky almost grungy sort of look to it.
5: And uh-huh. I don't know if you agree, but in some shots it looked better than others. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Sometimes it looked like a an actual physical prop, mm-hmm. and sometimes it looked like CGI. And I couldn't work out what was going on. If they were sort of mixing the two, and uh, did you notice know that? Or was it just me? Because sometimes I thought actually he's he's growing on me. He looks quite good. And then I'd see a sort of long shot of it. When I thought, oh, I don't know. He looks a bit feeble, and yeah. I, I couldn't sort of decide. I was a bit conflicted with it, but. You're some like, yeah. shots, it looked great, I thought. You're absolutely no. right, mate.
0: There were some shots where, especially the close-ups, it looked really good. Yeah. And the bit yeah. where it came through the ceiling at the whatever place they were at later on in the episode. They come through the ceiling or come through the wall? I can't remember. Yeah, correct, yeah. Uh, that looked really cool, that bit. It looked quite menacing and stuff, but the bit where it's just wheeling down the road before it gets to the army truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought, oh, yeah, it looks a bit meh now yeah (laughs) you know and it's just sort of
5: yeah it's almost like the remembrance wobbling along Yeah,
0: (laughs) overall not terribly uh offended by it like some people were but probably not the best that we've seen to come Mm. in who probably in series i don't know 32 we're going to have some crazy design that's really going to offend people it'll be like a Feel be like the Paradigm Daleks all over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. But no, it wasn't too bad.
5: Is that what they're called? Paradigm?
0: I always yeah, get it wrong. Paradigm, yeah, yeah. Paradigm, yeah. So this one, the official title for this one then, is just called simply uh, a reconnaissance scout Dalek.
5: Reconnaissance scout, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Gotcha. Um, and its special powers is it's able to control humans and use them as vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, It's able to be restored via ultraviolet light, even if it's cut up into small pieces like sushi. (laughs) And um, upon possessing a human, the human can sense or detect the Dalek's hatred for life. So it's like a two-way switch. So not that the Dalek doesn't just control the human, the human can detect how much hatred it has for life, other than mm. its own, of course.
5: I was wondered why it didn't kill Lynn, actually, when it finished, sort of got its use of her. I, I don't know if there was a line, because I, I tried to sort of pick up on this when I watched it again for a second time, but I, I was just thinking, surely it would have, once it had finished with it, it would have just got rid of her, wouldn't it? You Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't work that out. I think she does say something a lot. She says something like, oh, I could feel it wanted to kill me.
0: Yes, or something it, and I was yeah. thinking
5: well why didn't it
0: yeah because it doesn't have a yeah it did there, there's no way that it would have thought oh you know I've grown a bit of a soft spot
5: for you no because exactly, you've helped yeah. me out. Oh, you've done well yeah you've Daleks. all done very well yeah Yeah.
0: as we all yeah. know they don't feel anything do they mm. so it wouldn't have I just
5: have, thought it was strange
0: yeah so logic would suggest that once the job's done it would have she would have bit the dust, but...
5: I, uh, that's what oh. I was assuming they were going to walk in and find her just yeah. on the floor dead, to be honest, yeah. Lucky escape. I, I, yeah, I'm i am glad they didn't. Uh, I'm glad it didn't, actually. Yeah. But I'll come on to that when we talk about the cast, but yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Right, and then what did you think to sort of the... Excuse the pun, the resolution of the story? Because uh, that kind of...
5: Yeah, <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, you know, I've got to just say it's it's it's, again, it's a bit of a typical Chris Chibnall story in that respect, isn't it? Because it (laughs) sort of, uh, you know, it just has another rushed ending. I I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Um, I'm not quite sure on the microwave thing, and I thought it was very strange that it was. aaron that came up with the idea because thinking how would he know that microwave kills a (laughs) darling i thought that was a very strange bit of writing but um because the doctor's like oh i like well done aaron i like you and i'm thinking how the hell would he know that um so i'm not quite sure about the whole killing the darling with the microwave thing i'm not sure that worked particularly well but it, it you know it got us to the end of the story, I suppose. And it was that thing of, I think a lot of us were sat on the edge of our seat thinking, come on, darling, get that blooming signal out. Come on, what are you, what are you waiting around for? It was like, "Willie, won't he? Yeah. Summon them. Obviously, there's five minutes left of the episode and he's not going to. But, you know, it was still nice to think that he might have just got the signal out. But, yeah, it was a bit of a slightly rushed conclusion, I think. Uh, after all the chasing around, but uh, but it wasn't bad. I didn't didn't think it. I didn't sort of sit there and think it wasn't a reset button or anything like that. So I still think it was quite a decent end to it. And I did love the bit as well after the Dalek shell was all blown up. I did did love the bit that they were like it, that the mutant had escaped. Yes, that's cool. You know, cool. so so the, actually they thought it defeated, but actually, hang on a minute, and it was on Ryan's dad's back. <laughs> <laughs> the, the The only thing that I just felt was a bit off. Um, And my other half said exactly the same thing when we watched this yesterday. You know, the doctor's plan of of getting rid of it just seemed a little bit not thought through. Like, obviously, Ryan's dad's going to get sucked out the door with it. I mean, it's just, I just don't quite get what the doctor was trying to do there. It just seemed a bit, Mm. it was as if she thought, oh, well, he'll have to go with it. (laughs) I don't know. It just, it seemed a little off to me that because... Obviously, the thing's going to drag him out with it, uh, and the, the force of it. I, don't, I didn't quite get that. So. <laughs> I love that.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, do you know what, mate? I thought exactly the same thing when I first yeah, watched it. Yeah,
5: that didn't seem quite yeah, right.
0: D- yeah, because the Doctor wouldn't... It doesn't feel like that's something well, the Doctor would do, like sacrifice <clears throat> a human life, even if it, were, it would mean killing off the Doctor. It just doesn't seem like... Because it felt like, in her head, the Doctor's thinking, well... You lot haven't had a good word to say about him the whole series, so yeah, you're not going to miss him, are you? You've slagged him off all the series, so exactly. goodbye to Aaron. But I know what you mean. It just felt a little bit like the Doctor knew 100% that he was going to get sucked out with the Dalek, but she I, made I just, no attempt to... Um,
5: <laughs> all, all it needed was one line of her just sort of going up to him and saying, you know, like quietly or whatever, just saying, uh, hold on, you know, hold oh. on to the console." And then, even if he held on, but then lost his grip, you've still got the same scene. It just—it needed something to show that the doctor was trying to, yeah, protect yeah. it rather than just throwing him to the to the you know the lamb to the slaughter sort of thing. It—it it was just a bit strange, I thought.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the whole microwave thing as well. Do you know what? Yeah. I think that goes back to that scene in the cafe with with Aaron and Ryan as well, where although the microwave conversation went on for a little bit too long we also had Chibbers planting the seed again. saying, yeah. instead of him just being some guy that flogs microwaves, they came up with this thing that he's been working on this particular microwave. I've, I've designed and built these myself. So they're cracking. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, Chibbers, come on, you're, you're trying he to... Said it was
5: a... <laughs> it's a microwave and an oven, he said, didn't he? Yeah,
0: it's like... Well,
5: yeah, microwaves are oven. <laughs>
0: It's like, you want us to believe that this character has just reinvented the wheel, you know, and now it's like, oh, that's why he told us that he built and designed this one, because this is a special one. <laughs> this is a this special, is, Michael.
5: <laughs> this this is the one living that... clumsy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying that thing around.
0: This is the one that is designed to build... To, oh, <laughs> 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 this microwave... On top of the cracking price, kills it's, Daleks. it's the one has been designed to kill the mutant car leads that we know nothing about, <laughs> but it's a special one. So let me just tinker with it. And here we go. Dalek Destroyer.
5: <laughs> Dalek Destroyer. Ding! Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. I see what you mean. Planting the seed. It was too
0: convenient as well, because nobody w- in their right mind is going to think okay, I'm here to see my son. It's quite serious business. You know, I'm here to make amends. I know I'm up against it. He doesn't like me. Graham doesn't like me, but I'm going to see it through. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And now I've got this crazy thing going on with this TARDIS thing and the doctor. But what I'm going to do is make sure that I carry this microwave around with me the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you never know when you're going to need another. Never. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: actually, I'll tell you one thing I did. was surprised, actually, that he survived. I honestly thought he was a goner didn't you yeah I, I yeah. thought Ryan's gonna go out it's gonna be that scene isn't it it's that oh dad I forgive you oh he's oh he's gone yeah but we had that moment yeah. I thought he's he's a goner so I was pretty survived he's uh, pretty surprised that he survived yes. to be honest yeah um were you did you think he was I was like he's gone yeah he's I gone
0: yep yeah I thought they were going to play the heartstrings moment that yeah. Ryan and his See, dad have finally connected.
5: As soon as he said, yep. I forgive you, I thought, oh, no, he's gone. I love you, dad. I love you, dad. I forgive
0: you. And then, bosh, I, he's off. But no, he chibbers. I, just,
5: w- I was shocked. Not yeah. today. Everybody lives. <laughs> <He> lives. <laughs> now, that, that microwave doctor, that's, yeah. uh, that'll be 79 99 <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs>
0: Yeah. yeah just oh, imagine okay. him getting his checkbook out well, she'll let to pay for it yeah
5: <laughs> you know, there was a time as well they, they just invite him <laughs> in so do you remember like you know the first doctor when Barbara and Ian blunder in? he's like oh you've seen the ship that's it you know too much <laughs> You've got to be kidnapped now. and uh, But nowadays, everyone just gets invited in the TARDIS, don't they? Come on in. Yeah. Bring your microwave. Bring let's, your mic- have a, <laughs> let's have some food and a cup of tea. Yeah, bring you all know. your
0: personal possessions. It's all good. Everyone,
5: everyone just gets invited in the TARDIS now, don't they? But it just makes me laugh because I just think back to hart He'd be doing his nut, wouldn't he? You let them in the ship? <laughs> yeah. Right. Lock that door. He's electrocuting people on the console when they blundered in before, would not they? Crazy. Yeah. yeah, times have changed. Indeed, they certainly have. Yeah, so I mean, they, these are just sort of little hiccups, really,
0: with Chibnall's writing that we've come to expect, unfortunately.
5: Well, yeah, um, I think it's it's been out there for a while. I can't can't blame him. It's not a, it's not a biggie. I, it's no. just something I, mean, I noticed. I was thinking, oh if you, if that have been Hartnell, that that console, you'd have been electrocuted. Yeah, you yeah. You'd have been out there. In fact, he'd have kicked you out that door.
0: Yeah, or so the Seventh Doctor. <laughs> Get
5: out! He'd have put a, yeah. a, a, a skull across you. What, was yeah. it? Hartnell? It would have cracked a skull over your uh, head.
0: Uh, yeah. I imagine a seventh Doctor, he would have gone nuts as well. Yeah. The Doctor, it's a microwave. Yes.
5: I know it's a bloody microwave. You know, he would have
0: gone, <laughs> gone mad. Well, he'd be and...
5: tipping his hat to it, probably. No, Doctor. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyways, the ending was a little bit convenient for me in a little bit. I still hmm. feel like somebody should have gone this series, the, the special included. I think we needed a bit of heartbreak.
5: I really surprised somebody, especially as we got more characters... Yep. You know, than ever. Um, I'm surprised nobody went.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was mm. the ending. So let's talk about some characters then. Yeah. Let's breeze through some of these um, uh, lesser-hearted people. Uh, the two coppers. Now, the two police people. I still don't know why British writers write our own police force to sound like they were sort of Bobby on the beat from the 60s. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Why, did, why do they still continue to do that? Because I'm not saying that I've been... In trouble with the law. I'm not saying that, but I have been pulled over a couple of times in my driving life. And let me assure you that policemen do not come up to you with that kind of typical, going <laughs> <laughs> a bit
5: faster, we're we? And he called her love, did he? All right, love. Yeah, that just doesn't Oh, I
0: know. When we get pulled, yeah, it's, it's a very different conversation, trust me. Hmm. So I don't understand why every single writer in British television still writes police people to be, you know, <laughs> knacker. I don't know, but the guy yeah. the, the the police uh, guy that was questioning you know, that funny little line of how you're spelling that, that was quite cool. I that's, liked that bit. Yeah, that's yeah. quite funny. Um, police Officer Will, I think, played by Noel Clark. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, the other police woman. Yeah, pretty good.
5: Yeah, she did. I don't even. Yeah, she just got killed, didn't she? she yeah. Didn't do a lot. Yeah. You see her laying on the ground.
0: That's right. After Jacket the nicked. initial <gasps> gasp out the window. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, what did you think to the other, um, arch I can't. I can't say that word. Archaeological guy. Oh what, Mitch? Mitch? Yeah, Mitch. Yeah, played by um, who was it? Nick Ash Patel. Yeah.
5: Hmm. I didn't mind him actually. Um, I thought he, I thought he was. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I forgot he was there a lot of the time because it was pretty crowded in that TARDIS, wasn't it? Yes. Um, but no, I liked him. I liked the bit when the, he's on the phone to Yaz, and then the TARDIS appears right in front of him, and she's on the phone to him, and he's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> um those you know, there's a couple of nice little scenes, and I thought, you know, this little love thing between him and Lin um, could have been very. Well, it was a bit cheesy, to be honest, but it, I, I did quite like it. I quite liked them together. Um, the dialogue was a bit ropey at the start. Ooh, was <laughs> that a was that a kiss kiss? Or well, you know, um, but I think they did quite well with what was you know given to them. So I, I liked Mitch. I thought he was all right.
0: Yeah, I thought he was cool. I think the um, yeah. I think the dialogue between him and Lynn. I think yeah, it was a little bit cheesy.
5: It's a bit cheesy, a yeah. little bit, but you can go with that. You yeah, it wasn't it. bad. Yep. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Lynn then. Now, Lynn, I thought was great. Charlotte Ritchie. Um, where the hell have I seen her before? Because she looked very familiar. Um, but I I thought she was really good in this episode because she had all the, you know, little flirty stuff at the start. And then when she got that thing on her back, she did look proper, like, oh, you know, terrified. And then when she sort of transitioned from, from that to the sort of Dalek, we, you know, when she's, you know, shooting that guy at the warehouse, she's like, exterminate. I thought the transition that she managed to portray was brilliant, actually, mm. uh, from the moment it was on her back leading up to that point, then leading up to the bit when she built the Dalek. I, I really thought she played the part incredibly well, actually. Um, so I'm, that's why I'm glad she wasn't killed off, because I think, to be honest, I think the Dalek would have killed her. But I didn't want her to die. I thought she was was good.
0: Yeah, it's um, yeah. I, for some reason, I thought that she was the girl that was in class. I thought it was the same actor. That you know,
5: I know who you're thinking of. Yeah, I know yeah, it's, it's not, not her. her. No. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see why. Yeah, there's a yeah. There's she does look a little like her. Um, oh, she was in Fresh Meat, which I vaguely remember. Very How interesting,
0: fun- though, is that the the last acting thing she did before this or something called the Time Traveller Support Group. <laughs> mm, never heard of it. And she it was just a, a, a short film. It was like 40 minutes. Ah. Um, and she played a character called Lena. No. <laughs> yeah. So only one letter away from her. Yeah, she was
5: working up to this part. Yeah. But no, I thought she was very good. Yeah. Um, I really thought she acted. Uh, acting was good. And mm-hmm. she just played the, that part very well, I thought. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, what about Aaron then? The dad. Uh, the dad, yeah. Um, I'm going to really screw up the pronunciation. I know, I thought um, I'd,
5: let, I'd leave it to you to pronounce it. Daniel.
0: Um, Adek An- Bejega. No, yeah. be- I think so, yeah. So, um,
5: I thought he did pretty well, to be honest. I liked him. Yeah. I thought he was good. Yeah, he, he underplayed it a bit, mm. um, but I think rightly so. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I thought he was a, a good good casting for, for the dad. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't didn't have a, any, any problems with him at all. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, I think,
0: and he was also really good when he was, um, when he was the Dalek host towards the end. He played that creepy as well.
5: Yeah, and as I said earlier, I did like the scenes between him and uh, Graham. Yeah, as well cool. yeah. that sort of awkwardness between the two. I mean, it's quite funny when Graham first shuts the door in his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, not today. <laughs> I thought that was a good moment. Um. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I thought he was good casting. I thought he did a did good job.
0: It's yeah. quite good. believable.
5: I I thought I could see him as as you know uh, Ryan's dad. I thought you know yeah I can see that.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought actually. The one thing in my notes, he he came across as very believable.
5: Yeah. I didn't I didn't feel much chemistry between him and Ryan though. I will say that, but I think that's more down to Tosin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think there could have been a bit more of a bond between them. But then again, I suppose they're supposed to be a bit estranged, aren't they? They haven't seen each other. Exactly. And, yeah. So maybe it's down to that. But yeah, but no, I thought he was good. Right, what about Yaz? Yaz, yes, poor old Yaz. Um, she did get a few nice moments in this. I, I just can't, I just honestly can't remember any, but I know she did. I mean, she. yeah, yeah I just feel she's a little underserved, bless her. Um, I just, got yeah. sidelined a little bit in this one. Yeah, she, she always does, though, didn't she? Um, there was a, a couple of good moments between her and the Doctor, and I, as I said, the bit on the phone and, you know... I don't know, but yeah, just a little underserved, but nothing wrong with her performance. I, I do quite like Yaz. I just wanted to get something to do, you know. Yeah, yeah
0: she's done a couple of good bits throughout the series, hasn't she? She's had a, some really cool moments. I, I feel but...
5: like we need her. I feel like we need her and the Doctor to sort of break off a bit on their own or something. Mm. I don't know. She just needs to get given her moment to shine. And yeah, again, once again, she didn't really get much to do in this episode, but she was fine. No, nothing wrong with her performance. Yeah,
0: she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Ryan then. So you said Tosin, you went to...
5: well, I thought he was okay. Uh, I mean, I thought he was good, but it's just, I don't know. I expected the, the scene in the calf. I think we should have had a bit more emotion right, coming. Right. I, I know what he was doing. He's doing the sort of, you know, well, go on, you know, explain yourself. I know, I know what he was sort of going for, but I think there should have been a bit more emotion from him. But, um, but again, he, he was perfectly good. Um, yeah, I can't really say much more on that. He, he just was; he it was just fine. He didn't sort of stand out or mm-hmm. get any particularly great moments that I can think of. But, but he was all right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's true to um to what Tosin and Mandip. I think throughout the entire series, one thing that is good about those guys is they've been very consistent throughout mm. the series. You, there wasn't any point where I thought, "Wow, this is a massive drop off in performance from last week," or or vice versa. I did think that they were fairly... You knew what you were getting with those two. Mm. And yeah, I thought, yeah, Ryan was... he was decent, as usual. It was just... Yeah, the writing was a bit...
5: I just can't think of any sort of moment, you no. know. I'm really struggling. When I think of Ryan and Yaz in this episode, I'm just trying to think... Well, that was a
0: bit with Ryan not... and his dad at the end. That was quite emotional, where he just kind of forgives his dad and tells him he loves him. That was a, a very short-lived little nice moment, but...
5: Yeah, because did they invite him along to stay in the TARDIS or something? Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. So It's possible we might see him again and maybe their relationship will build and stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah.
0: Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Walsh, then? Graham.
5: Yeah, great as always. Um, I was worried that he was getting sort of sidelined at one point. You know, when they left him behind.
6: <laughs> yeah.
5: I thought, oh, no. <laughs> they, they've realised that they've got too many people and they're mm-hmm. going to leave poor old Graham behind. So I was a bit worried at one point, but uh, no, I, th- I think he was great and um, he, he wasn't sidelined, thankfully. It just, you know, that moment when he said, Oh, he left me <laughs> behind. And all that so was really funny great, and yeah. um, great scenes with him, lovely scenes with him talking to Aaron, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and their relationship and, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, he's just, he's great. I love Bradley.
0: Yeah, he's been so good. I think you know everybody said the sim- similar things about Bradley yeah. Walsh. He's been so good throughout this series, and this one was no exception. He just, I don't know. He just seems sort to of have really, I think, out of all of them, I think he's the one that's had the best con- grasp the concept and handle on what his character, on who his character is. Yes, yeah, so you know? I get you. Yeah, he's just yeah. really. He's not. He's never been chewing the furniture. He's never underplayed it. He's always just been spot on with every scene. I don't know. He's just been a a really yeah, there, cool
5: character. There's been no moment when I thought, oh dear, you know, that was a bit silly. No, yeah. he's been absolutely consistent. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's great, and his interactions with the others, especially the uh, the Doctor, sometimes it's just gold, really.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So uh, the Doctor herself, then.
5: The doctor herself um, I I I did like Jodie in this actually um I did like her yeah yeah I thought she gave a a, a good performance um yeah, there was a, there was one or two little moments where it, again uh, the exposition thing came into play towards the end, and she does these things with her hands, doesn't she, when she's explaining, and it just sounds like she's reading a script. And I'm like, oh, but that that again is absolutely down to the writing and not not her performance really. But no, I thought she was good in this. I I did warm to her quite a lot, and she was standing up to the Dalek and and being quite you know in its face, which is something we needed to see more of of the yes. Doctor yeah. saying you know. But she says it a couple of times in this episode doesn't she that uh, the earth is protected by me mm-hmm. i am the doctor and i thought yes come on that's right mm-hmm. you know we needed more of this earlier on in the series so i don't have any complaints really about jodie's performance in in this episode and uh, i'm pleased to say that because i think at the end of series 11 on our review of, of colossus whatever it was called mm-hmm. i was really disheartened and i think i said to you didn't i you know if this New Year's Day special doesn't at least isn't at least enjoyable for me, then I'm going to be, you know, ugh. and so I got to the end of this episode. And I was just, you know, perfectly happy with it. I thought, yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of on board with the TARDIS team again. Thank goodness. Because there were lovely moments. Like when she turns to the, I hate all this stuff where she keeps going on about fam and friends, fam, friend, yeah, yeah, They've done that joke to death. You know, that, <laughs> that needs to stop. But, but the bit I did love was when she turned to the gang and said, um, what was it? Something about I don't know. They agreed with something. We're going to do this. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, go for it." She said, "Now, am I fast enough to do it?" And they're like, mm. "She's like, oh, well, that needs work." And I liked that, <laughs> yeah. like, like the interaction between her and the TARDIS team and and stuff like that. So, yeah, I liked her in this. I really did. And the no. scarf was great. No, I don't. <laughs> the scarf was great. What did, do you like Jodie in this one?
0: I did, mate. Yeah, I thought she was absolutely in the right direction with this one. Definitely. Like I said yeah. earlier, it was just a shame that we didn't see more of this stuff earlier on. Because I think if we did, then some of those episodes would have been a bit better. The they ones would, that we yeah. scored low, you know. Um, so I think she's definitely on her way after this one. I think if we, if we didn't have this special, just for favorite argument's sake, the BBC were like, no, we're not doing Doctor Who over Christmas or New Year anymore. And we left Series 11 where it was. Then like you, I would have been like, oh, I'm not even, you know. I'm not fussed at all. I'm certainly not fussed about waiting a whole year, at least for yeah. Doctor Who. But now this one's been and gone, I think, well, yeah, I'm actually keen to see what they're going to do with the story and the characters from here on in. I'm actually quite interested. And I think if they can build, if she can build on what she did in this one, it'll mm. be a, I think a lot more people will be into her character. And I think the exposition thing that she does, I think they do need to def- definitely knock that on the head.
5: They need to tone it down, definitely. because some
0: doctors did do that, and it was kind of cool when they did it, but there was a reason for them doing that.
5: And also, she does it in the same way every time, and I'm not quite sure why, because as soon as she's got to explain something, it's almost she almost turns to camera. It's almost as if she's talking. She sort of does this thing with her hands, doesn't she? She's like, so that's going to go in the water, and she she sort of does the same thing every time, rather than Mm. saying the lines as if she's talking to you know whoever she's in the room with it just feels a little unnatural the way she does it and the way it's written as well exactly. so yeah they if yeah. they can just tone that down a bit yeah um but definitely going in the right direction and like you I'm much more on board with the you know this Tardis team again mm. um than I was by the end of Coloss I mean I'd had it by the end of that I was like oh god she was quite irritating that from what i remember but yeah more more of this doctor would be good and yeah. you know let some doctors do take a while to find their feet. Um, and she's taken a time, I think, but yeah, if we can get more of this, I think, uh, it'd be great. She's you know, doing a McCoy. Just, yeah. Yeah. I just hope we don't lose momentum though. Cause I don't know when they're filming the next series. I don't, I don't know when it's very soon. Is it? Yeah. yeah I, I just so. hope we don't yeah. lose the momentum. You know, they seem to be on a roll at the end of this story. Um, and that was a lovely last scene when she says, where do you want to go now? Or something. And she says, everywhere, doesn't she, or something. Yeah, and I thought that was quite
0: a cool closing line, if you like.
5: Yeah, well, it sort of opens up the whole, right, where do we go now? Sort of, okay, where mm. are we going next? So it's, it does leave that anticipation. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, so I think the next overall, series. I think, do you know what, I genuinely think this is like a carbon copy of what we had with McCoy, you know, because when McCoy first, his first series, they try to play, write him as like this very comedic um, mm. light-hearted sort of doctor, but it turns out that as we went through his series, he wanted to make it a bit more of a different vibe than what they initially came with. So mm. I'm hoping that we see a, a slightly a, a shift away from the childlike comedic side of her that she's trying to do and mm. move more into I don't want it to be a dark doctor who, but just have these little moments of thinking, oh.
5: I I would love to see it yeah yeah absolutely I was going to say I would love to see another side to Jodie's Doctor because at the minute we've we've mostly got the sort of comedic even when she's sort of standing up to the Dalek she's still coming out with these sort of one liners you know in the script she's like "All right, mate she calls the Dalek mate Mm -hmm. at one point so I think that sort of, that's all good, but I think we do need to see another side to her doctor. A slightly darker side would be great if we get to see a bit more of that in the next series. Yeah. Um, just like just,
0: McCoy did, you know? Like we yeah, saw those exactly. moments yeah. where he's sort of manipulative.
5: In a, in a conflict of, you yeah. know, all the stuff that he's going through. And, yeah. yeah. So
0: I, I think they, I think we will see a shift in her character a little bit. I'd be very surprised if throughout series 12 we see exactly the same things that we've seen in this one.
5: Like, yeah. I mean, I, I think less of the sort of gurning face bullying and the sort of, and again, I, I do put a lot of this down to the, the, the way she's been written, you know, yeah. the lines like, um, Oh, I love, I don't know. I love bubble lapping. I invented Wellington's all this sort of stuff. Just tone all those silly lines down because Jodie's doctor is much better when she's, you know, being a strong, sort of leading the the story rather than childlike oh I want to ride the conveyor belt she says in kablam and it's like <laughs> oh dear me like you know it just it just undermines the strength of the character for me when she comes out with childlike lines like that so yeah, less yeah. of that and more of the doctor like we saw when she's confronting confronting the hologram saying you know I'm coming for you and all this it makes you feel like yeah there's the doctor she's gonna sort it out you know, don't mess with the doctor sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like to see a bit more of that. I'll tell you one thing I've got to say. Well, I remember as well. Um, one particular line that had me grinning from ear to ear mm-hmm. was when she says, um, when the doc- Dalek says something about I'm off in 50 something rails and she's like, yeah, how long's the rail again because I love that I love the rail clock and from the Dalit movies yeah. and I just I loved that reference so much yeah uh, I really did I was just beaming when <laughs> when the doctor said that I really was those little nods are
0: cool when they come along I was brilliant because it wasn't in your face was it it wasn't a
5: no because if you didn't know it wouldn't matter but for yeah. those of us that do know it was <laughs> a real nice I just loved it I loved yeah. it when she said that that's cool yeah
0: okie dokie then I think we yeah, we've gone through most of it. Is there anything else you want to mention before we slow no,
5: no. the scoring? No. no, no. There's just the only other thing, I'd, I'm pretty sure you thought this as well, that when Lynn drove up to her house, uh, for a second I thought it was Sarah James' Sarah house. Sarah Jane's house, yeah. I don't think it was, but it looked blimmin' similar. Um, yeah, I thought, what? Uh, for a minute there, I wondered what, whether they were going to make a thing of that, but um, no, I think it was just a very similar location. Um, I just wanted to ask you about the music, actually, because... Uh, we both love Segan's music mm-hmm. and I thought for the most part, it was really good in this episode, but I wasn't overly sold on the sort of guitar twanging drum <laughs> bits that we got. Um, so when she was in the archive, finding the Dalek gun, we sort of got this almost American-styled... Western kind, yeah. And I, I wasn't sure about that. It's the first time, really, when I've felt Segan's music didn't quite fit the scene. Uh, and it was only a couple of moments for the most part. I loved his music in this, but yeah, there was just those, those bits didn't, it didn't suit the scene. I didn't think. Right. And uh, I just wondered of, yeah. if you felt that.
0: Yeah, no, I did. I thought, uh, well, as soon as I heard that bit, I, I thought, oh, this isn't, this is new. He's trying uh, something different, yeah. but
5: I'm not sure it was quite right.
0: Yeah, it was okay, but yeah, not, not as good as some of his previous um, efforts, I would say.
5: No, it just reminded me of like when I'm making YouTube videos and I try and find the right music to fit. And it's incredible how different the atmosphere can be by the music you choose. And I just thought, I'm not quite sure he's got the right tone there. But anyway, it was a very small thing. But it's just because we love his music so much, it's the first time that something stood out as not quite being right for me. Um, But yeah, that's the only other thing. And the last thing on my list was, um, and I noticed this particularly on my second watch, was... I absolutely loved the end shot of the TARDIS in the vortex because it wasn't just the standard flying through space. It actually almost did like the tunnel effect of the TARDIS being face on before oh, it turned. Yeah, 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 And it was yeah. beautiful. It reminded me of the Tom Baker intro where the TARDIS just just fading away from you, and then it, but it turned and went into the vortex. That was absolutely beautiful. Oh. Loved that. No, I agree. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've really
0: liked the um, the vortex clips that we've seen throughout this series yeah, they've been they really good.
5: nice yeah yeah and again just going back to the direction some of the direction in this made the episode look beautiful i thought the scenes of them walking sort of from real location into the tardis set and all that and yeah, swooping shots it was very well directed i thought by Wayne Yip
0: a couple of things that I had just on my list very quickly was i thought it was weird that we just randomly didn't get an intro to this one yeah it's funny though isn't it Yeah, well, i wonder why yeah, yeah. it's odd just, yeah, I can't think of a reason why we wouldn't have one. I don't know. Um,
5: no, and I, it's funny cause I didn't notice until after the episode ended and I suddenly thought there was no theme tune, was there? And I had to think about it. I was thinking, oh, well, was there? And I was like, no, sure there wasn't. And it, it is a strange choice. I mean, you could put it down to timing, but then if, if anything, if I was going to cut anything from this episode, um, it would be that joke about the internet going down. Cause that, you know, when she says we're going to have to have a conversation. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. kids go, what? And yeah. I'm thinking, this just seems like a joke that's been thrown into film. <laughs> that that needed to be car I think. But yeah, it's weird. yeah it was strange we didn't get an intro.
0: Yeah. I uh, also thought the font that they used at the very beginning looked like um, a PowerPoint thing that my son knocked up a couple of weeks it's, ago for school.
5: It's funny you mention that because... I, I didn't know if it was just me being particularly picky but I thought the fonts were awful yeah they reminded me again it reminds me of when I'm making YouTube videos and I'm like <laughs> messing around with a font thinking, oh God no, that looks terrible. let me try something else. I, I I know it's a really strange thing to pick up on but it really you know in this day and age it just looked cheap yeah it, weird. it, it was a big chunky and it filled the picture mm-hmm. and what was underneath it was a really nice swooping shot of all this great landscape and I was just thinking what is going on? It weird, looked like it? Yeah. it looked like something that, um, yeah, uh, you know, I, it just looked unprofessional. I was, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I thought it was just me.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I can see again they're trying it's to do just something different. It's too chunky and new. it filled
5: the screen, and yeah. it just—it was like what? But the font they used was awful as well. It was just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Otherwise, though, is this a good story to leave us hanging for over a year for new Doctor Who? Um. Mostly, yeah, I would say.
5: Yeah, I'm just Mostly. glad I enjoyed it and I and I and I enjoyed it on a second watch. I wasn't really bored. You know, even the cafe scene was dragged a bit. I I do like this this episode and I'm I'm pleased about that because we've got such a long wait till you mm. know the next series. Um it needed something to keep me invested. Yes, absolutely. Uh, especially after Coloss of Coloss of Coloss. Yeah. So yeah, I, for me, I, I just, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed I found it, it enjoyable.
0: A, to buy the standalone Blu-ray?
5: No. No, okay. Not Well, not at the prices at the minute. <laughs> I, I will get it. I'll definitely get it at some point. But n- yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't amazing. It didn't blow my socks off, but it was enjoyable and I thought it was good. Cool. And that's, right. and that's, you know, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, you know. Scores then. Okay. Who's going to go first? You go first. I'll go first, go first then.
0: Uh, I'm going to give this a
5: 7.5. Ooh, 7.5. thought you'd be a bit higher than that. Okay, well, I, I am slightly higher. I'm an 8.5. Okay. I'm an 8.5. I, I must admit, I looked back to see what I'd scored the other episodes because I think thinking it's probably the episode I've enjoyed the most. It's up there for me with Rosa and um, Woman Who Fell to Earth, which I think I rate is higher. But, yeah, it's on that level. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I enjoy in, in, in You know, I thought it was enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Uh, our lovely listeners have sent in some audio clips. Right, let's see what they think of it all then. Yeah, let's get to those. Um, so, Sammy Satine from Down Under.
4: Sammy. Hey, Gary and Adam. Sammy Satine here. So, resolution a Dalek. Yes. I have never been so happy to see a Dalek. Excellent work as per usual. It breaks. Great to have you back, sir. A Dalek min was huge. Also, it still freaks me out. Also, awesome that it is basically a Genesis Dalek because it was one of the first to leave Skaro. Oh, awesome! We could have done without the Ryan's dad plot. It just seemed to get in the way of the story a bit. <laughs> the companions needed more to do. I'm glad Thirteen was scared of the Dalek and that the Dalek was scared of her too. Why did the Doctor just call unit why not torchwood or something i like this story do this but better in series 12 please gym i give it nine dalek retcon scouts out of 10 see ya
5: nine a nine that's good good score
0: very cool thank you very much sammy okay. yeah why didn't they just call sorry why didn't the doctor just call so i don't
5: know uh, unit they've been the brexit mate
0: they've uh no gone. torchwood torchwood <laughs> yeah
5: yeah. Brexit as well. They've gone on. Oh, as well. they're
0: another victor. Okay. <laughs>
5: yep. Brexit's killed everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is Time Lord 0902.
3: Hello, Gary and Adam. This is Time Lord 0902 my review of Resolution. I like the beginning, although I found it hard to believe that a Dalek with a force field that can stop bullets and take to the air can be defeated by 9th century weapons. I enjoyed the transition into modern day and the discovery of the Dalek. I love the scenes with Lynn and the Dalek and wish they focused on that. I honestly believe that the episode would have been so much better without the miscast cosplayer and her Scooby-Doo gang. There were times where it felt like a soap opera, especially the, the horrible dialogue between Ryan and his father. I did not care for the whole single father criticism once again, the unit Brexit scene, the security guard boyfriend line, which I'm still trying to figure out, the miscast cosplayer and her scrunchy faces. Well, you get the idea. I had to laugh when Jody said she was a doctor to the Dalek. No conviction, and I sure didn't believe it. Too bad the Dalek didn't exterminate her in the season. I do have one question for you guys. Honestly, if Yaz was replaced with a cutout, would anyone really notice? Doctor Who for me ended with Peter Capaldi. Let me know when season 11 comes back on air. I would like to thank Chris Chibnall for saving me some money, as I will not be buying a Doctor Who season for the first time since I can remember. So, on a scale of 10... I give the Dalek and Lynn 10 out of 10 because they were fantastic. But the rest of the episode, I give a 1 out of 10. And I would like to say happy 2019 to you guys as I am off to Sheffield to build myself a Dalek while I listen to Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Because you know how the line goes. We have to install microwave ovens. You guys have a great <laughs> 2019. Cheers.
5: <laughs> microwave, I used to love that song. On your MTV, <laughs> brilliant. When, oh make sure you make when you do build that, darling. Make sure you make it a bit, give it a bit of beef. Yeah, beef up a bit. Oh <laughs> yeah, dear. beef up a bit. Not impressed with Jodie. No, no, no. not impressed. No. Oh dear. no. Well, let's hope yes, uh,
0: that series twelve brings the goods.
5: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, well, we're all hoping. Yeah,
0: this is Martin Arnold. Happy New Year um
1: so resolution i'm not quite sure why it was called resolution um or why it couldn't have been broadcast on christmas day quite honestly i mean but whatever i enjoyed it i thought it was i thought once it got going it was really good it did take a little while to get going um which i thought was weak i didn't like the the very start i thought that was and that the choice of font was really bad i just looked really amateurish that was odd um the only other criticism I thought was Ryan's dad. His character was clearly um, an obvious plot device and, and, of course, love saves the day. OK, all right. Uh, it's Christmas, I suppose. Um, or rather, the um, the microwave MacGuffin saves the day, which just as well he was carrying that around, eh? His His bizarre microwave combo device that also annihilates Daleks. Um, but the body horror aspect of it with the Dalek mutant taking over the archeologist was really good. I like that. That was really interesting. So yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a really good episode and a really good chance to see Jodie go up against some proper enemies and, um, show her stuff. So excellent. More please. Um, cheers folks.
5: Thank you, Martin. Thank you, Martin. Yeah. Those microwaves are coming to a, a near you sure. very soon the yeah. Dalek microwave that's yeah maybe what they're going to be called
0: the Dalek microwave <laughs> yeah in case of invasion
5: mm.
0: there's a whole instruction manual that's like 10 times the size of the normal one tells you how <laughs> to wire it take it to pieces and wire it
5: imagine up. opening a, a, a manual with a Dalek inside it yeah
0: as long as it's got as long as it's uh, there's a YouTube video to accompany it that's voiced by Dalek Khan yeah
5: that'd be doing amazing. that mad laugh yeah <laughs>
2: Actually, I did like the Dalek laugh in this. You know,
5: it was like a, it's like it didn't know how to laugh, didn't it? I thought that was quite good actually. Yeah. The
2: Dalek laugh. Yeah, that's yeah. cool.
5: Uh, carry on. <laughs> this is the Hooniverse.
2: Hello, I'm the Hooniverse, and today I'm going to be reviewing Resolution. Resolution is a great episode. Not only just an episode, but a great finale kind of episode. It definitely felt like more of a finale than the Battle of Ranscor Avkalos. and it, it was just so good. Uh, I love the new Mythos with the Renaissance Dalek. I don't know how you actually say it, the Recon Dalek. Uh, it looked, I, th- I personally think it looked brilliant. I love the design. Uh, it's not a permanent one, just in case anybody thought that for some reason. Uh, the characters are great. Uh, the acting is brilliant on Jody's part and most of the side characters. Ryan's dad stuff kind of was boring whenever it was on screen, but and I still think he should have sacrificed himself at the end, but it is what it is. Uh, but yeah. It, it was just a great episode, and for people who didn't like it, I just don't understand how they couldn't like this one because it's similar to the older ones. Uh, But anyway, I'd give it a five, no, a four out of six stars, which is great in my rating scale. Thank you. Bye.
5: Thank you. Who four was? out of six. Yeah, four out of six. I I get what you're saying about the. This definitely felt more like you know to to, to those of us that haven't really enjoyed series 11 because it's been so different Mm -hmm. it's definitely felt like it was going a bit back to you know what we've had previously in a good way it was sort of moving forward but trying something different but so i know i know what you mean
0: yeah no i agree Mm. uh lastly this is george puddy
4: resolution was an episode i was fairly excited for um beforehand but afterwards left me very angry i would never genuinely been angry at a doctor episode before not even hell-bent this is mainly down to children's writing, again it was poor and this time it was a classic villain that was hurt. Not necessarily the Dalek itself as it did kill people, but I think what makes the Daleks threatening is not necessarily that it kills people, but the relationship between the Doctor and Dalek and that was all chucked out the window in this episode. Think back to Dalek when Christopher Fraxon is genuinely scared of the Dalek banging on the door, let me out, and you know that's just uh, it locked in a room, weaponless. This time, Jodie Whitaker doesn't show any sense of fear or history in her performance. She played it more serious with Tim Shaw than this. And that really let it down. It was Chimney's writing, but it has to be Jodie Whitaker's performance for me as well. Um, I've defended her before, but, you know, this time it really hurt. Also, her just letting a like into the TARDIS, you know, really? over it would have to be a 1 out of 10 for me. You know, I thought the series was pretty meh. But now going into series 12, I can't say I'm very excited. See you guys next week.
5: George. George, a one. Not happy. A, a one, and that's just for the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> now, I I can kind of I can kind of see where George's coming from in the terms of the threat, because she did kind of just, she's a bit blase, Jodie's doctor, but I guess that's just the way she is. But I, I get where you're coming from a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Mm. When comparing it to Chris, I'm thinking of that scene now, how powerful that is when Chris is absolutely terrified.
0: Well, it's dangerous, mate, to start comparing. Mm. Well. No. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? That scene, though, crikey, when he even just lays eyes on it, he's yeah. terrified. Let me out. Oh. Let me out. Yeah. Compare it to, the- let's not go down that road.
5: I mean, because, yeah, I mean, she stopped his gunfire with a sonic as well, didn't she? Which I yeah. didn't mention, but also felt a little bit like, hmm. Come anyway. on, we we're, we're done. No, yeah, Yeah, move on, move
0: on. Uh, Thank you very much, guys, for sending in your audio clips. Um, I'm going to breeze through a few of these um, that you uh, lovely people sent through over on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Craig E. M. said, yet another basic, boring, by-the-book story, as if using a checklist. Chibnallisms such as anti-climatic payoffs, ropey dialogue and lack of substance behind the 13 run rife, even at episode 11 satisfying Dalek brutality overshadowed by jarring kitchen sink family nonsense. Ooh. A five, a five, uh, Suleiman says, thought it was brilliant. Never really enjoyed series 11 this year thought it was, this was the icing. Oh, sorry. I've really enjoyed series 11 this year. Oh. I thought this was the icing on the cake. The Dalek was threatening and I love Jody. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Okay. Yes. Xeno chew. Uh, brilliant story. Uh, Uh, that really makes the Daleks an actual threat again after so long of them being not very menacing at all. The first time since RTD that a Dalek genuinely made me think this is bad news. Gives it a 10 out of 10. Uh, Dave Wilson, uh, like most of the season, should have been better. Promised so much and failed to deliver. Maybe I expected too much. Sad face. Oh. Oh, dear. Uh, Jordan Shortman, one of our writers, says, loved it. The Dalek looked excellent for a one-off design. Jodie was Fantastic. As we where the rest of the cast, both main and guest, it was a fun run around with the Dalek doing what they do best, exterminating. Mm. Roll on twenty twenty. Yeah,
6: uh,
0: Chloe Rebecca Anderson. Uh, despite thinking some of the dialogue between Ryan and his dad could have been shortened, it was an enjoyable watch. The Dalek design was a, a nice difference, uh, but was excited to see uh, the fleet that never arrived. Overall, a good watch. Mm. Uh, who else did we have on here? Uh, Doctor Who, Time and Space says, an improvement on previous episodes, but the dialogue is still um, apparent for the most part. Uh, Finally, a decent foe. Uh, There was a decent level of threat and excitement. The storylines with Ryan's dad stood in the way of what was otherwise a decent story. Six out of ten. Uh, Jake, Mrs. Bennion (laughs) Alice says, Hmm. uh, he's done it, he's actually done it. Chibber's made the Daleks threatening again, goes on to give it an eight. Uh, John Scott gives it a seven. Uh, Captain Blighty, I watched every episode hoping that Jodie would shine, get into the role and take command and there'd be a really good story with a twist and a strong ending. Instead, it was a huge letdown oh. with Resolution being one of the worst week after week of old scrunchy face yawning. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, Spencer, Spencer Shivley says, uh, best holiday special in years. Uh, best episode of Doctor Who has ever written. Better than the majority of Series 11 could, should have been the finale. Real Doctor Intensity and Stakes. Minimal use of the Sonic. Great character development for Ryan. Nine Scout Daleks out of ten. Mm, cool. Uh, Sarah Louise Baggett gives it an eight out of ten. Uh, Blair Donnelly gives it an eight. Um, Rotide says, not able to get an audio review in. Uh, apologies, but however, resolution was exactly what I was looking for. It achieved mm. a lot Series 11 failed to do. Jodie was amazing in this. Doctor really shined. The Dalek itself was bloody amazing. Glad to see they are a threat again.
5: Yeah, did have threat, that's for
6: sure.
0: Hmm. Uh, Over on Facebook, rattle through a few of these. Kevin Mullins says, an utter masterpiece. Oh, Possibly the most manipulative and cunning a Dalek has been since 2005. It's been said that Doctor only becomes the Doctor when faced with the Daleks, and this is absolutely true here. Jodie was very, very good indeed, as of was... Uh, Bradley Walsh toasting Cole, and poor Mandip Girl who was once more wasted and yeah. looked thoroughly bored I love this story and give it 129,625,294 RELs out of that same number <laughs> but he doesn't know what a REL is either I love a REL Thomas Richard uh, a bit worried coming to this but at the end of all loved it 8 out of 10 Dale Smith I thought this should have been the finale to series 11 10 out of 10 Mm. Lewis Palmer final true episode of series 11 really great stuff from all involved uh, a brilliant bit of entertainment Joseph Howarth 9 out of 10 um, Kiss Vince Skose Kiss Vince 9 out of 10 Miles McKenzie 8.5 Aaron Lamb an 8 Jessica Leffelman absolutely loved it a chidnal episode I enjoyed Jodie was finally the doctor uh, goes on to give it a 10 Lawrence Baxter Chibnall's best episode. Jeff Waddle, Chibnall's best episode so far. Ooh. And the best Dalek episode since, uh, well, Dalek. Uh, gave it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel Hickey um, was okay. Average on chips again. Dalek was dealt with way too easy and know, became a real threat. Uh, gives it a 5 out of 10. And lastly, Lou Gallagher gave it a 7.5.
5: Hmm. Mostly high then. Mostly Couple high, of... I would say. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Which is good. Definitely the best we've seen from Series 11.
5: Yeah. I just hope this isn't the best Chip General's got in him, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Hope he isn't already spent.
0: Yeah. If he thinks this is the peak, (laughs) this is the best, then uh, yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Next week, we're back to our normal schedule. Oh, yes.
5: What we got next week, buddy? So Sarah Jane next week, we're back to Sarah Jane uh, with the story, The Day of the Clown. Sounds Which I creepy. believe, mm. and I'm only going by memory. I believe Bradley Walsh is in that. I think so. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen the story, but I just remember the next time trailer and me and you going, "Oh, getting in, <laughs> it looked quite good." So, yeah, looking so. forward to that. Never seen it before. So, the yeah. Day of the Clown. Yeah, and for any of our new
0: listeners, if this is your first episode, uh, the way when there's no new Doctor Who on the TV, the way that we do our reviews each week is we alternate between uh, different shows, uh, essentially. So. In the middle of last year, we started doing Sarah Jane and Torchwood. So what we do now is we mix it up. So week one, if you like, or next week, will be Sarah Jane. The week after that will be a classic Doctor Who story. The week after that will be a Torchwood story. And the week after that will be a modern Doctor Who story. So we alternate every four weeks between those four. So next week, the day of the clown, Sarah Jane. So get that watch because we'll be asking for your thoughts on that one. And I think we're going to do that, buddy, for 215. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sticking with us and listening back to 215 with us. It's been great to kick off the new year. Back on the old podcast. Back on the old podcast. On the old podcast. Yeah, reasonable scores. Pretty good scores for resolution. Not too bad
5: at all. Hmm. I think the majority of people fairly into it. I would say. It does feel weird. We haven't got another series though. It's strange, isn't it? It does feel series this year. Does feel odd.
0: Yeah, we've got a whole well over a year, haven't we? I don't know when in 2020 it's going to come back just getting going it so, feels like and then yeah anyway you yes, shall see it. anyways in the meantime head over to the website uk. you can listen to all of the previous episodes on there plus you can link off to all of the um, social networks that we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram give us a like and a follow on there because we chat plenty of Doctor Who during the week Yes, we and do. And also, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast network you like. The big one being iTunes, and if you're an iTunes listener, you could spare a minute for a review and a rating. That would be awesome, because that really helps. Check out my co-host, Adam's YouTube channel, The Geeks, mm, handbag. Geeks handbag.
5: yes. Loads of really cool it.
0: videos over there, unboxings, reviews, convention roundups, just the whole shebang.
5: Yeah, loads of good stuff.
0: Adam's also on the social networks as well, so... Give them a like and a follow there. The same name, the Geeks Handback. Until next week for episode 216. My name's Gary. My name's Adam. And remember, Lonzie.